Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting in with Logan this morning, and we, we got a Nimnik Chevrolet banner we, we right do. here in front of us. Yep, yep, yep. We are here at the boat show. We're at the boat show at the Metropolitan Park, outside in the in the it, nice. Oh, it's nice. It is. Well, baby. It. I can tell you this. Uh, I know that the forecast is calling for a chance of rain today. Yep. But if it stays like this, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. This is this is a perfect day yeah, I'm with to come you. out and check out some boats. Yeah. Out in, and by the way, it's at Metro Park. Mm-hmm. It's not at the Prime Osborne. It's right. an outdoor boat show. So, so if you go those, to Prime Osborne and you see nothing, right. well, yeah, you might want to turn around and go that. to Metro Park. <laughs> well, I, 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 and here, here's the, here's the one thing that's that's kind of cool about you know the outdoors thing is that I, I made a little walk this morning because I got here early. Mm-hmm. And, and there's like ten bars. <laughs> oh, here in the boat shop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 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 little For real. Little, yeah, there's little bars That's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you come out and then have an adult beverage and talk to guys about, and, and about here, buying a boat. And the best thing is, is that I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, may have not had their shots yet. Okay, and are maybe still very worried about the COVID nineteen situation. Look, this is outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yep. so. Uh, no worries. Uh, wear your mask if you want to, but this is an outdoor boat show. Mm-hmm. Come and enjoy yourself, relax, and get back to a little bit of normalcy today. Yeah, and uh, I, I know I know we're going to talk to Aaron, uh, the director of this whole thing here, and soon. But Jeff, I, I, I was curious, and we talked about this last week. I was curious about inventory, you know, right. and and I mean just kind of walking around. I, I mean, I saw quite a few boats. Yeah, yeah no, they got know? boats. And, yeah. and look, the, the, the reality is, is that the supply chain has been interrupted Yes, for boats. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you are in the market for a new boat, first of all, you can come down here and check them out. Number two is that you're going to have to have a little bit of patience. That's just the reality of the boating world right that's now. That's true. You and, mean if you buy one. And that, that that's probably the reality and everything. I yeah. mean, I, I was it at Nimic Chevrolet the other uh, day, Chris, uh, and yeah. at Nimic Chevrolet, their inventory is amazing all the time, but they're a little off because of the COVID situation. Yeah. I mean, and that's just the way it is, you know. I so, can't even order guitar picks it's, because it's the everything. supply chain is messed up. Yeah, it's I, I mean, it, it, Chris, uh, I, I was talking to, uh, and this was a couple months ago, but I was talking to Rick Stinson about my bow, mm-hmm. you know, because he's uh, it strikes zone. He's the only one I let work on my bow, and I said, um, I said, you know, my, my string's like three years old. I probably need to. You know, have it, and he goes, "That's fine." He said, "But give me a couple months." <laughs> and I'm like, That's "I'm like crazy what? for a for bo- a bowstring." For a bowstring, I mean, I'm like, "What?" what? Is that? Ah, yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, uh, and, you know, and, and I've told you this. I mean, you know, we for Captain's Choice Tackle, we can't. We 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 got three thousand hooks in this week. Yeah. Thank God, because we were out. Didn't I mean, have and, any. And, and, no, Couldn't no, make and, a rig. No, because wow. and, and and listen, Jeff, this is since October. 
We've had this order in since October. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 this whole thing is, is oh yeah, it's wacky. It's, but anyway, it's, and that's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. You know, and everybody's just got to have a little patience. Absolutely. And, you know, and if, if if you just accept it as fact, it's not that big. Of right. A deal. You're right. You're right. You know, right. enjoy what you got. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it's all good. And uh, uh, by the way, uh, it's time now for weather and a tides, yep. and we're going to start with a weather report and you're going to do the weather report i am and it's always brought to you by the bearded pig and yes i did a little outdoor show research last night last night yeah yeah or should i say yesterday afternoon okay yeah okay we uh, me and tara picked up taylor from school uh-huh. and uh real quick had to do a couple things and then uh made it to the new location oh in jack's beach at jack's beach and uh, and Chad was there. I got the complete tour. Nice. I got to see the kitchen. I got to see, and I've been I've been dying to see this. I got to see the smokers. Well, that's what I was gonna do. I knew that's where you were. Which going. is like, oh, you know, it's like Tim Allen. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I got to see the smokers. <laughs> right, you know. Right. And uh, and the cool thing is about this, and and I don't want to you know beat this up and drag it out forever, but it's pretty cool. The building that they're in is an old bank. Okay. Okay. So. The bank, it still has the old vault door. <laughs> really? Yes. And so when you're in the Bearded Pig, you got to find the, the, the vault door because it's still in the restaurant. The cool thing about the vault is that, and I, I'm, I'm not a, an architectural designer or anything, but banks would pour, when you have a vault door, the, the amount of concrete right. for a vault, it's like 17 to 20 inches thick. Mm-hmm. And it's got rebar and everything in it. Well, they turned the vault it into did. their walk-in cooler. Oh, that's cool. Because it's got I, I, 17, I, I, 20 inches of concrete. I thought you were going to go smoker. But no, okay, no, no, no. Cooler. no. Yeah. yeah. So, so when I was talking to Chad about it, I said, that is amazing that you could do that. He goes, well, the insulation value of yeah. the concrete is un- unreal yeah. because it's not just you know one wall. It's all yeah. six sides, okay? And for those that are... You know, like Captain Kirk, don't understand. It's a cube has six sides. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beat a guy well, when he's not even no there. No shot yeah. Kirk when he's not here. <laughs> and he said that the you have the AC unit in the walk-in cooler. And most walk-in coolers, that thing never stops running. Right. He said it's the – Chad told me, he said it's the only walk-in cooler that he knows of that it actually kicks off because it stays at temperature – for an extended period of time, because cool. of the insulation value of it. But anyway, I had a great meal. We had a great meal. It's uh, it's outstanding. It has uh, plenty of room. It's got outdoor seating. It's so open and airy, folks. Go to the new bitter bear to pig location at the beach and and eat some of the best barbecue on the planet. And yes, I had a Frito pie with the brisket, <laughs> and I did have a beef rib and got one to go. Oh, so if somebody got there last night and wanted to get a beef rib and said, sorry, we're sold out, fault. that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, today, northeast 5 to 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon, 2 to 3. Uh, obviously, showers and a chance of thunderstorms tonight. South winds 5 to 10, becoming west after midnight, 2 to 3. For tomorrow, northwest winds 10 to 15, diminishing 5 to 10 knots in the afternoon, 2 to 3. Um, Monday, 5 to 10 out of the northwest. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10. And then Wednesday, back to west 10 to 15. So even even though, Jeff, we're going to have some rain, this, that, and the other, we're not having much wind. No. You're not, I mean, it, and, you know, the... The only the only thing is is that I know what everybody wants to do this weekend. Um, They're not going to be able to do it. 
be yeah, tough. They, if they want to go Kobe fishing, yeah, be it, tough. Yeah, it'll be tough because no of, sunlight. Because, yeah, no sunlight. Absolutely, yeah, you gotta have sun yep. to see the rays. And, yeah, and and the sun helps make the rays come up. It does to the surface. Yep. And uh, so, uh, kind of tough there. All right. So, uh, by the way, wanted to mention this. Chad told us after we had already ordered our meal. Mm-hmm. He said his mom and Chad swears up and down that their turkey that they do at the Bearded Pig, they do a whole roasted smoked turkey breast there. Okay. He said it is the best that you'll get anywhere. And so we're going back to, to this have weekend the, to have the turkey. just to have the turkey. Okay. All right. Anyway, so uh, a Tide's report brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, period, bar none. It's right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And if you haven't been there lately, uh, we had a, a group that went there after a softball game last weekend. And uh, the other part of our group didn't know about the French fries. Best French fries on the planet. It's not even close. What, you said softball team? Softball team. Taylor's play softball. Oh, Taylor. I, I was going to say, you play a softball team? No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, I used to back yeah. in the day. Oh, but, all uh, of us yeah, did. Yep, yeah, 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 not anymore. Yeah, nope. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> And the tides for today. I like my <laughs> I, I, I like uh, I like not going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. The tides for today at Jackson. These are Jacksonville Beach tides. Seven sixteen is the high tide, which is uh, coming up here in a few minutes. And then uh, seven sixteen. No low tide. No, 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 low tide. Yeah, low tide. I was going to say yeah. 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 Wait a minute. I, I don't, what in the world is this? Yeah, I was. You you confused me because I fished. Every day this week, I'm going, no, wait a minute, the tide's got to be dead low early this 822 morning. 8.22 a.m. or 6.22 a.m. 6.22 6.22 a.m. And then at 12, yeah, 12.22 <laughs> p.m. is your high tide. That's a 3.68. And that's your tide support brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And also, don't forget about Angie's Grom. Mm-hmm. Uh, great menu and has great brunch opportunities and might be some of the best brunch you'll ever eat. And yeah, uh, by the way, we're going to have Erin, who is has put this boat show together uh-huh. on. We're going to have her at uh, seven fifteen. Uh-huh. We also have. Um, I'm hoping, uh, depending upon turkey hunting weather, et cetera, uh-huh. we're hoping to have uh, maybe Brett Cannon from Atlantic Coast Marine to yep. talk about boats a little bit, and then also with the issues at Piney Point and Southwest Florida. And then also with the barge currently moored and, and dredging, and dredging <laughs> yeah. off of the Mayport area. Uh, talked with uh, Dr. Quentin White a little bit, Jacksonville University Marine Science Research Institute. And he was going to sneak out this morning and chase a turkey. And then he was going to call us. Okay. And we're going to talk to him. Usually we have him on for, for a long period of time, and it's awesome to have him in studio. We're going to have him in studio in a couple weeks. Yeah. But he has, he has offered to do that, and he's offered to come on today just to give a little synopsis summary of what's going on to kind of uh, prime what he is going to be talking about in a couple weeks when okay. we get back in studio because this week we're at the boat show. Mm-hmm. Next week we're at Tire Outlet up in Yuli for the grand opening of the Tire Outlet location up there. So once we get back into the studio, he's going to come in and sit with Good. us. It's always interesting. Because, I, I you know, look, that's – that stuff's a big deal, and it requires yeah. more than than our knowledge. Uh, you know, well, just a short conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, and he recently gave a presentation to the Waterways Commission, and oh. so uh, he's going to kind of fill us in on what that presentation was about, and then when we get him back in studio, we will talk at length about some of those issues. So, looking Good. forward to that. Good. 
Good. I mean, we we need to have him on. I mean, it's a uh, there's there's a lot of questions out there. Right sure. Now. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot going on with those two things, and and the, and the thing that I, I I'm kind of miffed at, and we had this question that was asked last week, and uh, and I made the commentary that look, I, what I want to see in this is accountability. Right. And you're talking I, about the barge. I'm 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 talking about the barge and Piney Point. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not, we're not. What are we hearing about that? Right. Nothing. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's really silent. And because accountability means action to correct an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Action by a responsible party to correct the issue, and that's the one thing that we're not hearing about. Yeah. And it's uh, I, I you know, I, I watch these guys, Jeff, um, that kind of come out and and do the, I guess you would call it the pre-scouting. You know, when before they dread stuff, and and I and I always talk to those guys. You know, and I'm like, you know, what do you what do you see, and what do you the currents, this that and the other, and and amazing what they have done to the St. Augustine Inlet. You know, when when they when when they dredged that last winter, um, it's obviously I've lived there my whole life, and and you know I still can't get myself to come out of the ramp and go straight to the jetties. I just, it's in my mind, there's a sandbar there, uh-huh. but there's no sandbar there anymore, you know, but the currents and everything that, that it's, that it's created, um, the Porpoise Point's coming back. Really? Yes. So, I mean, so it's like, working. I, I, I get, I don't know if that was part of the plan okay. because part of the, the plan was is to dredge that sandbar out and put it on the beach and. And I know, you know, now that you don't live that far from there, you should go down there and see what they did to that beach. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And, We're, and, and, and they put seaweed, or uh, I mean, not seaweed, um, um, the, the, the grass that grows in the dunes. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, sea oats. Right? Sea oats? Yeah. Okay. But, but anyway, they've planted that now. And so it's, it's, it's amazing what they've done. But the, the interesting thing is the, the, the currents and everything that it's – um, changed uh, going out of our inlet. I mean, it's our inlet's just nasty, man. It's it, you really got to be careful. I mean, are you just it's just kind of curious? Saint Augustine is not considered a navigable. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. Okay, if it's but na- Kansas is not. Okay, if and because the reason I asked that because. Kirk said something to the nature that it's not a shipping. Ch- it's not a shipping channel. That's the difference. I, I, I yes. Okay, so that, I mean that's what that and that's how Kirk explained it to us. Okay, it, it, it's a navigable inlet, but um, it's not a sh- a shipping inlet. I, I, yep. I don't. I don't know. Well, uh, this would be another great question for Doctor Quentin White. Yeah. Also, to find out what the difference is and. You because know, we we've always well, the, the, talked about St. Augustine and okay, the one, you know, because I've had people ask me, "Hey, why don't they dredge Matanzas? Because it's not a navigable inlet." No, you know, I mean, if you did, yeah. you'd be wasting time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you would. Be. That that's like trying to dig a hole at the beach to uh, below the high tide line. Yeah, and you think it's going to have a permanent impact? Mm-hmm. There's no chance. No, I mean, I mean, Matanzas. Correct me if I'm wrong. The when you go. When you're on the inside of Matanzas, uh-huh. there is a an area of rock that they put back inland. Yeah, that's right. And that's essentially what the, prevents Matanzas Inlet from, from just going away, blowing through. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. 
But right? it's not it's it's not much of a, a no. Rock pile. I mean, it's yeah. a very small yeah. little pile of rocks. I'm I'm surprised that it's still navigable. I don't use it. I know people do. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, I mean, it, you, you, know, you got to know it. You 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 got to know it. And you, but, I mean, you got to. But gotta, I, I think I know of three people that have sunk boats there. Right. So and and I'm talking about like guys that know it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I know we need to take a break. But. All right, yeah, let's take a break. Uh, hey, by the way, at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, you know what, like, the number one seller is? Hook. Hey, dude's shoes. Hey, dude's shoes. <laughs> but they've got some new stuff, and it's called Free Fly Apparel. Free Fly. Yes. And I actually got a shirt the other day, and uh, outstanding comfort. Outstanding comfort. Cool. And I'm telling you, folks, uh, go buy the Hagen Coastal Outfitters and try the Free Fly Apparel, the shirts, okay? They've got short sleeve, long sleeve, so hoodies. I, so I think about pants when I think about Free Fly. I yeah, hear you. Yeah. I hear you. No zippers. <laughs> exactly. This. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. But the fabric, incredibly, incredibly soft and, uh, and very light. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, this, is, this is built for fishermen now and fisherwomen. The Free Fly Apparel available at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. All right, I'm going to take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And more to come. Jeff Loggum and Captain Kirk Waltz is not here. Captain Kevin Favor is. He's got a tough boots on. And, we, and we're going to have yep. a little, uh, Chris, I'm sorry. We do have a whole Craton of. Ah, surprised. Not yeah, it's what, what are these called? I guess cinnamon, cinnamon buns, cinnamon cinnabun kind of yeah. things from a local bakery with, up in yeah. Italy with a lot of stuff on top. Oh yeah, yeah. low fat yeah. too, Chris. Yeah. Oh. Low fat too, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm Talk sure. to y'all in just a few. All right, so I, I got this is this is funny. Okay. Uh, I just get a text, uh-huh. and I was just talking about free fly apparel. Yeah, leave it to Mark Helmick to shoot a text and let me know what this stuff is all about. Okay, here's his text, right? <laughs> And by the way, if you want to buy a Cadillac, folks, yeah, uh, go Claude see Nolan Mark Cadillac. Claude Nolan Cadillac on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTV. <laughs> Got a great selection of used cars as well. Yes, they do. Uh, Mark chimes in and says, uh, Free Fly makes shorts. Okay. Okay, this is what you were thinking. Right, yep. With zipper. <laughs> with zipper. And shorts like a bathing suit with a drawstring. Uh-huh. And leggings like instead of the mesh How does and the he know all this? He's got them. Okay. And he said most Free Fly is made of bamboo, which is true. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And the sweat is wicked away, and it doesn't smell, which is perfect for Captain Kirk. <laughs> Another shot. Wow, she's not here again. <laughs> That's two. Do you want me to? Do you want me to keep a log uh, should, back here? So we should have just had Mark do the commercial, right? <laughs> anyway, I love it when one sponsor is totally, you know, yes, toting uh, the, the the banner for another sponsor. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Got to support your sponsors. Anyway, we are live at the boat show, Kevin, and I, I'm going to let you do this introduction because we have a very special guest that uses very fancy, fancy covert language. Yeah, <laughs> this, this Aaron Johnson. Uh, and uh, this is, it's funny because you and I have known each other for like three years and we've never met. I know. It is. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how yeah, that is yes, in today's day? Yes, I mean we we exchange emails and texts and everything else, and uh, we, we've we've never met face in to person, face. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice to see you, and it's nice to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Um, and uh, I wish we could have brought you better weather. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> What's up it with better? that? Yeah, I know. was counting on you guys. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Because usually we're pretty good for it. Yeah. So, so tell everybody what your title is and what, what role you have here with the boat show. Um, I am the administrative director of the um, 
Jacksonville Marine Association. And um, part of my role in, in with the Jacksonville Marine Association is putting on these boat shows for them. Um, so and, and you mean like including the Prime Osborne show? Including then? the Prime Osborne show, okay. which was this year in January would have been our 74th year. Right. Uh, having, yeah. having that show. And um, we had to cancel it due to the shortage of boats in, yeah, the, not, in the inventory. Not, not, not because of COVID. Not because of COVID. No, we were, we were actually planning and... And going to have that show, we were going to obviously have lots of protocols in place and, gu- and COVID, you know, guidelines in place. But um, so, when, so literally, you were calling boat dealers and mm-hmm. going, "Hey, you good to go for January?" And they're like, "We would love to, but literally, we have no boats." Was that the, the answer? That was the answer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So the Jacksonville Marine Association is um, made up of m- boat dealers yep. and um, marine-related, you know, businesses that that pay association yep. dues and sure. are part of the show. So they're our priority. That's what we do is we help promote the marine industry and um, promote their businesses. And we stayed in contact with them. We sent polls out. We sent emails out to make sure that we, you know, were, were doing the right thing by them. Yeah. And my dealers were just sitting with, I have one dealer right now that literally has probably two boats on his lot. He's yeah. not here. He's not in the show. Why, why would you be? I mean, right. Yeah, you right. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, most of the rest of them here, I think we ended up having three or four dealers not attend this show because they are still sitting with, with zero or at least inventory. minimal inventory where they couldn't even, you know, wow. buy 500 square feet out here, you know, or have, <laughs> have 500 square feet out here. So, and that's just because the, the sales during the pandemic of, you know, water sports in general. Um, I mean, there's a shortage of kayaks. You know, there's a shortage of skiffs, there's John a boats. Of, of there's everything. a shortage of everything yep. because sales parts. skyrocketed. <laughs> parts. Well, what the problem is, is that when, the de- when, when they started selling all of these boats and, and whatnot during the pandemic, and the manufacturers, some of them were shut down yeah, because yep, yep. of COVID, sure. that, you know. Um, but when they, when they were able to come back to work and start producing again, then there was such a demand that they started running out of materials. And then there was a shortage on materials. There's a res- resin shortage right now. Right. So that's the problem is they couldn't keep up with the sales. And then, you know, the, the materials and whatnot kind of started um, being, you know. So, so this time last year, I, and I didn't do very many charters, you know, but... March, at the end of March, April, and even May was a little clunky. But mm-hmm. April, I probably did five or six trips. But I've, ne- I mean, I have never, ever seen so many people in the water. Oh, absolutely. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. I mean, it was like you couldn't if, find if a- we If we had, if we were smart, and when the pandemic started, wouldn't we all have liked to have bought stock? <laughs> yeah. Lowe's, <laughs> Home Depot, and anything to do with boating. But we were led to believe that we were led to believe that it was going to be the opposite. Well, I mean, a lot of people oh, thought yeah. it was going to be, but then yeah. people realized, or we came to realize, that people start, started or stopped spending money on doing things that were travel related and started putting money in their in their home entertainment, yes. which is home back porch, yep. and then also boating as part of that. Well, they they couldn't go to movie theaters, they couldn't go to arcades with their kids. You know, they couldn't do all those things that they normally do for entertainment. Sure. And but what they were saying that you could do, and even our governor said. Anything outdoors, you know, you can go and enjoy with your family, you know. And so that's what happened was is people decided let's let's get a boat or let's get, you know, any type of watercraft, jet skis to go out and do these things outdoors with our family because that's all they could do. We um, obviously at that time, you know, we didn't know even with radio what exactly was going to. We were doing this show from my house. Mm -hmm. We had a studio at my house. 
but it, it was interesting how, like, all of a sudden our listenership, sponsorship, and everything started going up. Oh. Started because, because simply for the fact that, okay, we can still do things outdoors. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know well, maybe we've never done some of this stuff. Let's listen to the outdoors yeah. show and, and, and find and out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Well, they were still trying to target an audience, and that's what everybody was doing, exactly. was, was doing outdoor things. Trust so me, I, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you, by chance, talked to, I mean, and obviously uh, in, in your role, you're, you're talking to a lot of different uh, boat dealerships. Mm-hmm. The year of the pandemic, I mean, everybody that I've talked to, it was a record year by the longest margin ever. Has that been the case across the board? Across for, the board. Yeah, which is amazing. Record-breaking record breaking (laughs) who would have thought it's always doom and gloom during things like that and it was like i I, yes i know record breaking i mean ran out of boats couldn't get boats in i mean it it was just unbelievable and of course i mean i'm happy i I feel horrible that there are industries that suffered gravely during this our industry yeah no it's just the opposite it was like Sunshine and puppy dogs. I I know, I know. It was. I'm just telling you that. um, Again, you know, it was going out in April. Let's just say on a Wednesday at what we call the disappearing bar, where you know people pull up there, Mm -hmm. and and and, you know on Saturdays and Sundays, and there will be fifty, sixty boats. It was every day. Every day they were home. Their kids were home. Every day, Mm -hmm. same thing down in the St. John's River. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's right. The bar just south of Doctors Inlet down there, where everybody was going to hang out. I mean, it was was packed. Yes, packed. Yeah, it was like boater skip day every day. It was. (laughs) We were sitting there going, and you know, you, you know, when I'm on the house in the river there, wake up and you know, you start seeing boats, and you go, "Damn it, is today?" Saturday or yeah, Sunday? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Am I missing the outdoor show? Right. Yeah. I kept saying, and it's I can't weekday. wait for these people to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Ali, everywhere you went. It, it was, was a, like a holiday weekend at the boat ramp any given day of the it, week. It was. It was. It was, <laughs> it was an amazing time. L- let's take a break. You got okay. time to stick around? Sure. It's been another second month. Great. Okay, so folks, uh, we are live at the boat show, Metro Park. Uh, hours today... We are here today from 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Long day. Uh, lots of boats to look at, and it's outdoors. I mean, mm-hmm. look, uh, th- there's no better way to not contract COVID than to be outdoors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So come on down and take a look at some boats while you're here. And uh, if you get here early enough, maybe you can come down here and see Captain Kevin Favor. Yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> Live at the Boat Show, and you're listening to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Dimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show and Aaron uh, Whalen Bay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's here. Oh, he's here. Okay, good. Good. I'll if there's to... a boat show, Whalen Bay's here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it, it, it's funny. I was talking to my good buddies over there, Zach and BJ and Brandon and Chad, and, and they're like, "Man, they're wearing us out with these boat shows." Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they 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 do some boat shows, bro. He oh, goes. Yeah. He travels. To, yeah. They try. There's a few dealers that will travel all around to go to them. Yeah. You know, one of my dealers who is our. Um, Past president sits on our board right now. He'll go to Savannah, Charleston. He goes all over the place. Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's got um, Chris Graff. Okay. How, his- how many, just out of curiosity, I mean, everybody knows about the Miami Boat Show. 
Oh, and, yeah. And around the Fort state. Fort Lauderdale, all those. Yeah, the Miami, Fort mm-hmm. Lauderdale. Those are the big ones. <laughs> if you, Besides those big ones mm-hmm. that are, are epic, uh, how many other places have a, you know, boat shows that are comparable like this? How many of them ballpark are there in a year in the state of Florida? Oh, geez. Um, that, that, I don't have a number for you. I couldn't tell you that. Quite a few? But, um, yeah, there's quite a few. Smaller smaller areas like ours. Um you know, there's the the Savannah and the Charleston. They're they're a little bit more of a smaller scale than the Miami Boat Show or the Fort yeah. Lauderdale or Palm Beach Boat Show. Those are big, and they've got the big yachts and the big sport fishers and mm. stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's there are quite a few, and I, I could not give you a number. I wouldn't even come close to it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think. But um, you know, they some of those shows they did not put on, and uh, this year um, or the end of last year. But I went to the Stewart Boat Show in January, and. Um, Lots of boats, you know, brokered yachts and stuff like that in yep. the water. But they, there wasn't many boats on land either, you know, at that one. Um, Part like of the reason dealer, why you canceled the January boat. For show. the same reason. Yeah. But so there was a lot, you know, they, they, you know, supplemented with vendors and stuff like right. that. But it was, you know, I noticed that there was a lot of brokered yachts in the water, you know, um, you know. Which the market for those have been, I mean. I called every broker I could think of locally. Nobody had listings. Sold them all. Yeah. Holy <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we talked to a yeah. guy, yeah. okay, uh, yeah, out there at Mayport at Consignment Boat Sales. And he's like, look, if you've got a boat to sell, call me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, everyone, I've got um, Holmes, and Yowen, um, Holmes and Owens Yacht Brokers here. He's got two here. Um, but you know, he, and he gave me some, con- his, he sits on our board too, Barton does. And so he gave me some numbers. I called everybody I could think of that was in, you know, locally that could come and I don't have any, I don't have any, I don't wow. have any. So, you know, yeah, it's just, insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 inventory situation, I mean, across the board and, you know, hopefully it, it I mean, right now, like if you, if you want to sell a couple things right now, if you want to sell a boat and you want to sell a house, man, it's the market for you. <laughs> it is. And I, I had a conversation with, um, one of my dealers the day before yesterday and he said you know i know that people think that we're it's a sales tactic to say you better buy now right. if you like it even just a little bit sign the papers and people think it's a sales tactic but he's serious no. like it's true it's I, actually the the real reality of it i i had um a very good friend of my dad's in the boat a couple months ago and they were trying to buy a house and he said kevin he said so i asked him you know and he goes look you stand in line mm-hmm to, to, to you know your tenth, twelfth, and you you have a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Talking about buying a house. Buying a house, yeah. Mm-hmm. And said, if you like it, buy it. You buy it. Yeah. You goes, like like now. Yeah, like now. And you might better offer more than what they're asking. Oh yeah, because if the guy <laughs> yeah if the guy in front of you writes the check, you're going to have to say I'm going to write you a bigger check. He he said it's it's crazy. I think that actually happened here yesterday to one of the dealers. No kidding. He had one, uh, got two people eyeing the same boat. And <laughs> one was That's over awful. trying to get financing, I think, with Vistar, and the other one walked up with pre-approval, and it was game done, over. Done deal. <laughs> done deal. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. The, the poor guy that was getting financing. Yeah, no it, it, it sucks, too, because I know when you get your heart set on a boat, yeah, yeah. and that's oh like you're, you're picturing yourself yeah, on it. You know, yeah. you're picturing all the big fish you're going to catch yes, on it, and your yes. kid's on it, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. dream is, yes, dream is killed. Turn around, <laughs> <of grandeur. laughs> dude's, dude's got it hooked up and yeah. driving yeah. off with it. Like, well, well, what are you doing? That's my boat. No, it's not. No, dream killer. Dream killer. That's that's great. That's All right, good. so so with uh, with the boat show, typically at boat shows you have more than just boats. We yeah. Uh, what else do you have here that uh, people may have an interest in? Um, we have all, we have over sixty vendors. Most of them, I would say, 
90% of them are marine related. Um, the really cool thing that I like are these um, aqua bars over here. And I, I, know, I know you talked about idea. bars in the first segment, but <laughs> yeah. they came from, I think, the Nashville, Tennessee area. And they've got these aqua bars and they're, they're made of um, the same type of thing that I think paddle boards and stuff are made of. But you, you tie them off to your boat when you're sandbar and you tie them off to your boat and they're full bars. They'll hold all of your booze and your <laughs> shot glasses. And, and I saw so many spectators yesterday walking out the gate, the exit gate, with the, carrying those things. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so we've got stuff like that. You know, we've got touchless covers. We've got dock builders. We've got lifts. We've got... Um, uh, we've got the extreme fishing gear guys over there. They've got all kinds of cool gadgets, the toadfish products, stuff like that. And we've got fish bites out here with um, a great display. They were the sponsor of our of our seminar series speakers. So they're set up right here by that seminar tent, which is where we're at right now. Um, and they're, they've just got a, a beautiful display. Um, so we've got all kinds of, of stuff going on out here. Um, I like I like the have, have, have you seen the toadfish stuff, Jeff? I love no. the toadfish stuff. Toadfish stuff's awesome. I could put my skinny seltzers. What, what I've got the one that's the skinny seltzer. Yeah, what, tell me what it is. I, I brought one in to you. The rumor they sent me one. It's, it's the it's it's the cup holder. Mm-hmm. That, that's that, it suctions to your to yeah, your you know your, your dash your dash or whatever. Or whatever. You never gave me one. Uh, I, I, I didn't. They didn't. I mean, you it. can take away. Like my husband, I'll be. I will be fifty yep. miles offshore, and we'll go over a, a, a wave, you, you know, or something. It doesn't move. It, it just uh, sits there and goes like this, and, and then and then and then you pick it up straight mm-hmm. up. Drink it, it comes right off. Put it right back. Right off, you put it right back. It's, it is a really. But they have other things. See, They've got. You see the guy with the the commercial is the guy with one on top of his golf cart, uh-huh. and he's trying his best. To knock it off. It won't go anywhere. It won't go anywhere. He stops and he p- it just picks it up. My, my best friend bought cool. me one because she bought one for her uh, for her beverages on the boat. And so then how she much did it cost? One. Oh, like 20 bucks maybe. Yeah. Something really? Like that. Yeah. And, it, and the cool thing is is the way they've got it made, they got it made out of the Yeti cup. It's like this. Yeah. Is that right? But it, So your, your drink that you put in, it stays cold for hours. <laughs> Does it stay warm? Can you put hot stuff in you it too? You can put hot stuff in it too. Oh, Nice, but it's it's you know they've got all ki- different kinds of they things you know different types of um, oh. beverage holders, but they also do I think They're, shellfish you know shellfish uh, tools um, and they do um, they, they have tackle now. Oh oh yeah they've yeah. got tackle they've got rods and reels they have all that reels. they have yeah. all kinds of stuff yeah. so yeah. toadfish toadfish yeah you can find some of their yeah. products at the extreme fishing gear tent here. I gotta go check. Um, you gotta that go out. check, yeah, you gotta it, check out. it out. Yeah. 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 What time? What time is the doors open? We open at ten a.m. today. Okay, so I can check and it we'll out. We'll be here at seven. Perfect. Um, we've got you know the vendors. We've got of course we've got the boat. We've got over twenty boat dealers here with boats. Um, we've got a kids clinic going on today for your kids um, from eleven to two, um, and they'll go through five interactive stations, um, learning different Perfect. things like casting a rod and. Um, safety and conservation and then the first 150 kids today and the first 150 tomorrow will walk away with a rod and reel combo from barracuda batteries nice um and then of course our seminars today and tomorrow um at 11 and captain rick murphy and brie gabrielle from the florida fishing report will be here and um that's sponsored by he's been around a long time he's been around a long time I, i like watching some of the old yeah um footage of him you know when he first got started and it's it's like you know, you look like you're watching it, like you know, on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he does he's doing his thing, and him and Bree will be here, and they've got three seminars today and tomorrow at eleven, one, and three, and they were um, they came in courtesy of um, Fish Bites Trading Post. They're okay. our sponsor for that. So yeah, we got a lot of really cool stuff going well, on. To also kind of let everybody know, there's a significant amount of construction going on down here around Metro Park mm-hmm. for those that haven't been here lately. That's right. 
because of the uh, they're getting rid of the they're they have actually already done it or gotten rid of the overpass. Overpass is gone. It Everybody used to be here at Bay Street. Right? Well, a lot of people are like, we used to just park under the overpass, right. and I'm like, well, park the, in the shade. Well, people called me because they were coming in town. They're like, so do we just park under the overpass? I'm like, there is no overpass. It's gone. Overpass, right. it's gone. It, and they're like, oh, yeah. really? Uh, so yeah. when I drove down, I'm like, uh. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, yeah, it's gone. I yeah, think yeah, a lot of. I, I mean, I'm looking at Daly's place. I'm going. Okay, I'm in the right place. But right. where is? The, it's like a historical yeah. monument being gone. A lot of people, I yeah. think, partying underneath oh, sure. that overpass for sure. the Jags games, you know, <laughs> and I mean, stuff. And they're like, maybe. oh, the overpass is and gone. Got spoiled by the shade. Ooh, they, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so now that that's gone, and uh, the, the the parking situation is different. It's a little different. W- tell people how to park and how to get here with the. With the construction that is here. So you come down, you, you, we are at on Gator Bowl Drive, directly across from Lot J um, of TIAA Stadium, and parking is in Lot J. Lot J. So they can go into Lot J. Now it's $10 a day to park, and it's credit card only. That is that is TIAA's COVID guidelines. They're not yeah. taking cash. They're going to they're gonna swipe your card. Sure. So it's $10 to what, credit card only to park, and you literally just walk a few steps right across the street. We've got JSO out there directing traffic and helping people get across safely. Um, they built a nice little ADA path, so it's, you know, smooth and all that. So you park there, and, and, and that's, you know, the t- Lot J is right there at the Daly's Place sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, when you see the Daly's Place sign, you know when you're, you're in the right place. You park in Lot J, you pay your $10 credit card, and then you walk right across the street just a few steps. Yeah. It's not hard at all to find so it's a great um, boat show i love outdoor so so essentially you're saying that it's not a charlie foxtrot (laughs) (laughs) it is not a charlie foxtrot i I kind of did too i had it i'm sorry he's gonna say this at some point but yeah we got to share the story yes (laughs) okay so so we're talking earlier and uh and there throws out this charlie foxtrot Mm -hmm. and i and i I go All right, so I, that went over my head. Yeah. Uh, what is Charlie Fox from? You guys got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, took, yeah. it took me a second. Right. Forgive me, I didn't have enough coffee yet. Well, folks, if you want to use the term, boy, that's a real Charlie Foxtrot. <laughs> okay. It means that that is certainly a cluster, and then figure out what the F stands for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I yeah. can tell you that I've got some family listening in right now because I told them. I know they are probably laughing right now because the Charlie Foxtrot something that we say in my that's family great. a lot, so I, I know they're laughing right now. So, so, so the question, real so, quick, yep, the ahead. question, real quick. Military, law enforcement? Law enforcement. Okay. My sister and my stepdad um, retired from law enforcement many, many years between the two of them. And I just, I have a lot of terms that I've heard growing up that, you know, that's law enforcement terms and, you know, kind of coded, you know, coded yeah. meanings. And Charlie Foxtrot is just one, oh, one of them. So. You got any yeah. more good ones like that? Oh, uh, yeah. If you put me in the spot, I'm not going to be able to tell you. <laughs> yeah, catch me here. catch me on a whim and I'll hold probably on. say something and you'll be like, yeah, Hold on. Let we'll, me get we'll, my we'll, finger we'll, on the dump button. Maybe we can get uh, Chris to bring in a little... Crown Roll Peach. Oh, yes. yeah. That, really? To put on your toadfish. <laughs> really? Next thing you know, we'll have all the terms. Oh, really? I tell you. Yeah. Really? <laughs> poor, poor Chris had a little bout with uh, Crown Roll and uh, the Peach Crown Roll this week, and Chris, you lost. It's, I, well, I put up a good fight. 
<laughs> well, my question is, will you pick it up again? That's oh, normally what bet. happens. The battle you... continues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're on a mission. Oh, oh Lordy. All right, let's take a break. Let's do uh, it. Real quick, uh, consignment boat sales guy texted us this. Uh, he's here to help you sell the bait boats you got, the flats boat, or the center console. Call Guy <laughs> at 904-249-6225, or you can visit jacksboating.com. 20 years and going strong. And we got to keep you back for another segment. Can you stick with us? Sure, you, I can. Because you know what? I got to get another term out of you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Charlie Foxtrot is good stuff, and you're listening <laughs> to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM live at the Boat Show. So here we're, we're kind of spoiled. Uh, Jeff brought in some crazy breakfast this morning, but. <laughs> Breakfast of champions. <laughs> yeah. They look good. Uh, yeah, they, they do. But uh, we, we sometimes we have Moe's cater and, and, and bring us breakfast. Moe's? <laughs> yeah, Moe's. They South do West breakfast? Grill. They do the, breakfast the one in St. Augustine. Augustine. The one really? In, the yes. one in St. Augustine is, is the only Moe's that serves breakfast, and it's outstanding. They, they, a couple of weeks ago, they brought in a complete sample of everything that they make oh, into the studio. Yes, and, and I mean seriously, challenge and accepted. It, it was, it was. We were all very fat uh-huh. when we got done. We had literally, we had like six different, five or six yeah, yeah. different kinds yeah, of breakfast burritos. burritos. Tacos and, yeah, yeah, breakfast tacos. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's I can awesome. dig that. Yeah, I like it, me it, a good it, taco. It, yeah, I know. And they mm. they do this bowl of, of scrambled eggs. It's it's and then you know you got that salsa that you put on it. Yeah. So, so now. You have to have breakfast every every morning. If, if I was like you guys and lived in St. Augustine, I would probably be a regular at Moe's. It'd be like it'd be like Norm going to the bar. Cheers, hey Norm, hey Jeff. So none of the ones here in Jacksonville do. No, no. What? no. I wonder why that is. St. Augustine's the only because the only they're special. That, that's right. they're spe- well, we are special in St. I live yes, in St. Augustine too. So. Yeah, we are special. No question. <laughs> Hey, have you been in the new um, tackle shop, the Lars Club, at, at, at Fish Bites? I have. The only reason I was because it's sitting here in front of us, and and um, I went in there um, for the first time this week. Oh, did you? Yeah and, yeah, and I had to deliver some of our some of our tackle to them because they saw our tackle online. But man, what a what, it's a, what a beautiful place! It really man. is. I mean, it was like wow. That's a, and where is that cool. that the trailer, the Fish Bites? Yeah. Where is it? There, yeah. Nick's Boatyard Road, yeah, which but, is the road that runs right um, alongside of the um, Home, Depot. Home Depot. I got you. Yeah, Nick's got Boatyard. You. Yeah, he's over there, and they've got the new real t- retail shop, the Fish Bites Trading Post, Tackle Shop, and Liars Club. And Liars Club. Nice. So you're a fisherman, you're telling lies <laughs> quite often. No, no, uh, no, no <clears throat> and we got a question on Facebook uh, from Michael. He said, is there boat parking available to come to the show? There is. Oh, that's a great question. Boaters are our jam. So we made sure that we have parking for boaters that come. So yes, you can come. It's first come first serve, but docks D and C are both open for spectator parking by boat. So what, what, uh, Marina dock is this? This is uh, Met- Metro Park Marina. Yeah, Met- Metro Park City so, Marina, yeah. right? So I, I don't know. I've never, I don't. I have never. I don't Metro know. Park Marina. Is it Metro Met- Park Mar- Metropolitan Park Marina. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sure they have a dock master. I mean, we have a dock master. Um, well, yeah. There's a dock master. Um, 
Jim Suber, Captain Jim Suber, okay. and his right. so, uh, so trusty if, sidekick Scott if, Harrell. So if you're coming, you could probably hail him on Channel 16 or something. Um, Scott, I think, oh. is out there most of the day today. So, um, and I, I, you know what, I don't know if that's the case probably, or if you can or, hail him, or, but um, 68 or 16. But you can go in any slip and C or D. Okay. Um, that's open, and yes, we've got a gate now. I will tell you, if you come by boat, you need to have your ticket already because if you don't have your ticket, you'll have to walk. All, all the way, way around the to the ticket booth, which is in the front. So we are encouraging those coming by boat to go to boatjacks.com. Click on the red button on the homepage that says Spring Boat Show and get your tickets ahead of time, and then which is through Eventbrite. And then she will uh, hear she all whoever's like electronically now. Get yeah, like you a, don't have to print it out either. You can have it right on your phone. Your you phone. know, save it on your phone, and we'll scan the little QR code. But I am encouraging boaters to definitely um, have your ticket already because otherwise you'll have to walk all the way around. I, I will say that uh, that's the one thing I think that has definitely spoiled all of us is the ease of how things can mm-hmm. get done. Nowadays, I mean, we were getting, we were all progressing towards doing anything and everything remotely. Yeah. But then the pandemic hit, and then now it's like everything can be done from a phone. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and, and employers are finding out that their employees can work from home, yes, and they exactly. don't have to have the overhead of an office <laughs> that, anymore. That's exactly so. right. I mean, it's amazing how easy things become. Uh, wow. And, uh, it is easy, but yeah. So we're we're uh, we're encouraging those. You know, get it on your phone. You can download the Eventbrite app too after you purchase your ticket. You can. You know, it's in your email, you know, whatever, but yeah. So, Aaron, okay, so what, what? Real, real quick, yep. uh, because uh, Harold Wishard, big outdoors fan. Oh, I know, I know Harold. Okay, Harold Harold has heard us talking about the toadfish cup uh-huh. holders yes. thing, right? And uh, he sends a picture of what I guess is his. They have a toadfish crab tool set. Yeah, that's what I said. They have yep. shellfish, and yep. he's a big, he loves his shellfish. So, so I'm trying to. I want to explain this to people because most people are like, "What do you, what do you mean by that?" Yeah, you know how when you go to a a crab restaurant and you order crabs like blue crab, yeah, they give you the the mallets and then they give you the things to pick the meat out and then they give you the mm-hmm. breakers to break the yep. claws. This is literally a portable tool set yep. that has all of those things in it. Did he get? The, does crab. he send you a picture? Did he get you? The, yeah. So my husband and I bought a set for each, for our parents for Christmas. So my my parents have a set and his parents have a set. <laughs> did, and did they you love buy that it. set because yeah. it matches your jacket. I know. This is my and my entire house is this color. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, I swear it is. By the way, well, what 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 color blue would you call that? I call I would call this aqua or like an aqua blue? or coast. I like coast. Well, I, yeah, I like I always say not like coastal colors. Not quite a jaguar's colors. teal, but no. it's a, kind of a blue. Yeah, it's a it's a nautical blue or aqua. I think it's aqua. Yeah. But um, yeah, my we bought that for my were for our parents. Each of them got a set, and it's a it's a nice set. All right, so so this. Toadfish crab I think tool set. Theirs uh-huh. came with a, a oyster shucker. I don't see an oyster shucker, but they got one. Of, I think they got one of those, a couple of those, and a nice, a nice oyster shucker. This this tool right here you that I'm looking showing at. Showing up at the restaurant. Carrying your little briefcase roll. Have tools will travel. Have tools will travel. But sure. the cool thing is, is that I mean, this is like stainless steel, and I'm sure it's restaurant grade stainless steel, and it literally like the the yard. Um, clippers that mm-hmm. you get uh-huh. at the hardware store. Yeah, that does what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. I mean, this is heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This may break rocks. <laughs> um, I mean, this, that's pretty cool, though. I've never seen, and you know what? You are a professional if you roll up into the restaurant and belly up at the table and, and you Harold, open up your own toolbox. Harold is a professional. Yeah. He is a professional when it comes to shellfish. <laughs> I've great. known Harold for... Uh, 
20 years, maybe maybe 25 years, and um, he doesn't go by his nickname anymore, I don't think. Oh, but do you know what his back I, I in do, the day? I do not. Pug. Pug. We called him Pug. No. That Pug. was his. Every, I'm, every, I'm, everybody yeah, that's yeah. known him for as long as I have know him by Pug. So it's hard for it's weird for me to call him Harold. <laughs> so, so where does that originate? Do you know? No, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask him. What does Pug come yeah. from? So yeah. what, what, what's, what's the next event? I don't know if we're going to have another one this year just really? because of the boat shortage. We just have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, and, because um, if, if, if these guys, from, from what we understand. Th- these boats are going to be sold by, oh, I mean, yeah. hey, if you're wanting to come yeah. out and look at these boats and, yeah. and possibly buy one, yeah. you probably should get here today. I yeah. know some dealers that sold three, five, ten boats yesterday. Wow. So, yeah. you know, some of those boats that are here are probably already sold. But I'm saying if you should get here, if you really are interested in looking at these boats to possibly buy one, you need to come. Yeah. Get here today. Boatjacks.com, you can buy your tickets ahead of time. There you um, go. And get here today, so. And, uh, and looking at the the radar for weather, because obviously, look, are people allowed to bring an umbrella if they want of to? Of course. Okay, bring an umbrella if you want to. Yeah. Now, I, what I looked at, you know, the prime time, 11 to 2, 11 to 3, which is great, because that's when our seminars are happening and our kids, our free kids clinic is happening. It looks like it's going to clear. And then I think we'll get another good downpoint tonight. Kids don't so. care about rain. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no, but they're going to want to go through this clinic. This clinic, Donna uh, France no, she, of Fishing 101, she loves kids. She does a great and job. And she does a great job teaching these kids about fishing and, and our, our environment and our waterways. You know, she the teaches geese. them. There yeah. they are. Yeah. There's are mean little. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 Donna, they Donna they live in parking job. lot, Jay. And then the little retention pond over there. Oh, I've, the I've, I've seen videos on Facebook of them, like, you know, yeah. so I try to stay yeah, away they're, from they're, them. They're, they're not nice animals. Yeah. All right, so yeah. we, we've got an answer from Harold oh. about where the nickname Pug comes from. <laughs> okay. He said he's got a flat nose. <laughs> <laughs> he does a... Uh, that's good. No? Maybe, yeah, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see <laughs> Pug. Oh, yeah. that's great. Thank yeah. you, Harold. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break. Let's do. Uh, heck, we're, I'm loving having Aaron on. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, you're good. This <laughs> yeah, this is, is good. You're, we're we're, we're going to take a break else here. To do. It's yeah. just a oh, I have nothing else no, to do. No, no. <laughs> you're listening to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants to job sites, businesses all across the southeast. And if you need them to make your bottom line better, all you got to do is just go to their website, lvhires.com, to learn more and let them go to work for you. Help your business run smoother, more efficiently, and obviously better with the bottom line situation. Captain Kirk has come up with a gear tip. Even though he's not here. Do you ever have enough set of pliers as a fisherman? And how many set of pliers that you have on your boat actually work? None. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I I mean. Why is that? Rusted? You know, they. They take a beating. They they do take a beating. And, and, you know, Captain Kirk and I, I mean, we use ours every day. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, And you just. I've just gotten to the point where I go and buy a $15, $20 pair and they usually last me through the summer. And yep. accept the fact that they're and not going to last the fact, long. You yeah. know, unless you go buy a $150, $175 pair, and, and I'm going to end up losing those at some point in time. And, and so, no, I just go and buy the $15, $20 pair. Yeah, well, we Ca- go through pirate pliers, Ca- too. Captain Kirk really likes this uh, set that he got recently, and it's by Shimano. 
and it's called a power plier. And it's for offshore casting, jigging. So uh, it's got a lot of different features. And uh, folks, uh, go by Strike Zone and ask them. Say, hey, I heard Captain Kirk uh, was recommending this uh, Shimano power plier on the outdoor show. And I just make mention of that, and they'll guide you right to the plier section and show you what he was talking about. Next time I'm in there, I'm going to check them out because my literally my pliers are done. I mean, I, I have I have nothing to cut wire right now. Yeah, this is this is pretty nice. I mean, a pretty nice little set of, of pliers, and uh, it's got a nice little molded grip on the handle. And uh, I don't, it's not stainless steel, so I mean, this is going to. You know, one of the, one of the things I think that people don't do enough of when they're taking care of a set of pliers is that at the end of the day, and Kevin, I know you don't do this. <laughs> you definitely don't do this, right? WD forty. Uh huh. No, I don't do that. <laughs> which is uh, outstanding for that. But, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is to allow to use like an like an oil, heavy oil or something, because all that does is hold goop and and grind. Mm-hmm. But WD forty water dispenser that helps keep the water off of the metal. Something that's going to get right. you know a pretty regular application. Of, it's so. it's usually not the pliers for us that wear out. It's the cutters. The cutters, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that's it, it, because they we're do get dull. Cut, yeah. and there's no way to sharpen those. I guess. No, and 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 I have I have tried the replacement blades, and they I, I, they never fit the same. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very strange. But anyway, that's why I buy them. Like what, what Kirk's You might want to get you a new set. You got kingfish season coming up. You're going to need. I, I, that, I, that's seriously. That's I, I, w- I was thinking about that because um, I tied a bunch of kingfish rigs in January, uh, but that's not going to get me through. Uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's right around the it's, corner. It's upon us. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. going to yeah, be needing is, that. Uh, it's a it's a pretty. Uh, it, actually, these are. I just I pulled it up again and just want to correct myself. They are stainless steel, but they have a fluorine coating. Oh. So that's why they, they weren't shiny silver. They were more like a gray. And they have a 6-inch and a 7-inch. And uh, it uh, works for offshore, big inshore use, and for number 5 and number 11 split rings. Mm-hmm. Number uh, The 6 inches are for inshore freshwater use and for number 1 and number 5 split rings. Explain to me what that means because it's got a little... Like a little yeah. tip on one end of the of the, okay, of let's, the nose. Let's just say that you um, you, you buy a, a bomber long a, okay, and you want to change out the hooks. You want to you want to take the those big trebles off there and maybe go to a to, to a single on the back. Well, the split rings, okay. All right, uh, yeah, that's how. You that's what that little yeah little yeah. bump is at the very end yeah, of the plier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that opens so you, up the so snap ring. O- opens up the split ring, so you can change the hooks out. So you don't have to wear your fingernails out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or try to stick a knife in there and stick it in your finger. Yeah. yeah. While you're trying to open it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week, folks. Uh, get uh, Captain Kirk's pliers, the Shimano Power pliers, available at Strike Zone. And uh, we are on location, folks. We are at Metro Park. And there is a boat show going on, and Miss Erin Johnson is joining us, and she's the one who runs this whole thing <laughs> and puts it on. Boy, what? Uh, how, how long does it take to prep to get something like this going? Oh, geez. We normally start, you know, for the January show, we normally start in July or August, you know. And then once we got close and we knew that it just probably was you know, you can't have a boat show without boats. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we canceled that show, I mean, we normally would have already liked to have started planning this, but you know, it, we started this, um, we started planning in December, you know, mid December for this, but I would have liked to have had a few more months. Mm-hmm. Um, to, so I would say it's a six, you know, six or eight month process, but you know, 
we we did it. We pulled it off. Yeah. You know. So. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk a little fishing. Well, hold on, real quick, real yeah, quick. Just one more, one, one more question about the boat show. Likes to fish real quick, one more, one more question about <laughs> the boat show. Okay. Yesterday it was open, right? Yeah. Uh, and yesterday's Eleven weather to seven yesterday. was not very good. It was not good. But your attendance was pretty strong. We had more people come through the gate yesterday by three p.m. than we had come through the gate at the Prime Osborne show in January 2020. So, and, and, you know, it was raining, like steadily raining. It yeah. wasn't pouring, but yeah. it was steadily raining. We had people coming in uh-huh. with their umbrellas and some of them didn't even have umbrellas. They had grain coats on. We had people coming in up until 545, That's 545. Awesome. And yeah. we were closing at seven yeah. and people were still parking and coming in. So yeah, we had a, we had a, good. a good day yesterday for, for it being a Friday, Friday, Friday's our slower day. And, um, and again, for, for people that are coming down here, there is construction. Lot J mm-hmm. is uh, where you can park, and you got to have a credit card to swipe uh, to park there, $10, mm-hmm. and walk right across the street right on the boat show. And a reminder again, the boat dock is open mm-hmm. to come via boat, but you have to buy your ticket before you come unless you want to walk all the way all around, the way around yeah. and buy your ticket. So. Yeah. Uh, pre-buy your ticket. What's the website again? Boatjacks.com. Boatjacks.com. All right. Now we can get yes. back to All right. So you live in St. Augustine. I do. All right. And um, you do a lot with the uh, H-City Game Fish Association with the Kingfish Challenge. I do. So do you fish? I, I do. Yeah. I fish a lot. My husband and I are avid avid anglers. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what kind of boat do you have? We have a 22 Tidewater Offshore. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like oh, I, I bet you y'all, you got the hookup, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there she is running the boat shows. Well, and, like, yeah, when yeah. I bought it, when we bought that boat, we I didn't work for the Jacksonville Marine Association oh. at the time. I was working oh. for the St. John's County Chamber of Commerce. Oh. Um, so, but, you know, Rodney, who owns Big Boys Play Toys, that's where we bought our boat, was from Rodney. And that's how we, you know, met him. And we went there because they were the title sponsor of the Challenge Tournament yep. a couple of years ago. So, I always try to do business with people that do business with me. We, 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 we do. We have to. We have to. We live that way. Right. Trust me. So we went. We were looking around in all different places, and I, we actually found it. They posted it on Facebook, and I called my husband right away because we'd been looking. I said, "We need to go look at that boat." And so we went out there, and <laughs> you gotta love it when your wife calls you. Hey, we need to go look at that boat. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I live in a man's world. I do. It's it's. I, I like to. I enjoy. You know. All of the things that typically men. I mean, but you know, there's a lot of women getting into the the, the sport of fishing. Oh, and, my, and wife, I, my wife loves. Yeah, fish. and so yeah. I, I actually, it's funny because my husband he works a job that he can't take a whole lot of time off. He does property management. So, mm-hmm. um, and and I can. I you know I can yeah. go yeah, during yeah. the week or whatever. So I go I go out fishing with his friends a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, his, our our good buddy Kevin. So what, what's your what's your what, what do you like to do? Inshore. Oh. No, we're offshore. Offshore. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll do inshore with my nieces or something, you right. know, or if it's if you just can't get outside. Right. We'll I got, stay I got inshore. Give everybody a visual picture that she, she's got her extra tough slip on. <laughs> yeah. With blood. Marine boots. Look at, I got, that's my Wahoo blood. Got a little blood on the outside of the right foot. <laughs> yeah. My husband says, don't wash them. I said, okay, I won't. So, yeah, we're, we're, our dog's name is Wahoo. We go after Wahoo. We love it. You okay. know, we, we, we. Yeah, we've had a, a. It's been a tough season for Wahoo for yeah. us smaller boats, yes, you know, because we can't make that drive north right. where the, where the water was was yeah. hanging out. But so we do a lot of offshore, and I love Cobia. My my husband was going to go out today for mahi, but the weather ended yeah. up. It was going, you know, just he's he's a trooper. He'll do it, you know. If he, yeah. I don't it, care about rain. I just don't like the lightning. So he was going to go, but he called me actually while I was sitting in the car waiting for y'all and said I I didn't go. We we decided to call it. With I, the, I, I I don't mind rain. 
Uh, I, I, give, give me rain yeah. and no wind. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, key that is no wind. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no it, wind is if, as long as there's not that wind where it brings that chop in. You're yeah, good. Exactly. But I don't do the lightning. My my son actually got struck by lightning on a boat a few years Ooh, ago. Wow. Um, him and uh, yeah, they got he got struck by lightning and it was it was bad. Wow. So I once that happened, I just yeah, I, I don't do the lightning. You yeah, know? I'm I'm really conservative. You know, running trips. Um, and 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 all of us. You know that we've got you know three or four of us charter captains that that have radar, and and man, when that thing gets to about Gainesville during the summertime, yeah. we're all like, okay, yeah. yeah, it's it's you know if you're if you're 15 miles offshore, you you got to because it gets here fast. Yeah, it does. And, and, we went through a couple of bad storms last year during yeah. the summer coming in, and you know, luckily we're only about 14 miles from the inlet, so it wasn't too bad. But he was inshore on a flats boat in you know Fishing's Creeks, and it popped up out of nowhere. It was the middle of July. You know how that goes. I know. I do. It's you don't I know do. it's not and then it just pops up out of nowhere and oh, yeah. he I think they were running to get away from it because they were like oh a storm just popped up on us that was not predicted mm-hmm. and he was running to get away from it and the next thing you know he calls me and says I think we just hit a he had no idea what had just happened and according to FWC they think because of how when when he knew where he was last and where they found him they think he was probably unconscious on the boat for about 45 minutes. Wow. Really? So, yeah. So could you imagine if he had fallen out of the boat? Yeah. You know, he thought he had hit. He said the last thing I remember was that it was an impact. He thought he had hit a sandbar or something. Something. But what happened was, is the boat got hit and it, it shut off the power and they were running. So it jarred him and he felt, he threw, he got thrown to the front and hit the gunnel. His whole, Oh, I'm sorry. His whole chin was, Busted open. Busted open, lost one of his teeth. Yeah, it was bad. And this was your my son. He was son? he was fifteen years old at the time. He's twenty three now. So this was Golly. yeah. This was about nine, eight or nine years ago. How yeah. scary is that? Is I was mom? working. I, it was a Friday. Especially you think inshore. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and, 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 offshore you're the highest thing, but yeah. inshore, you know, you wouldn't think about that. I was working and I was out making some sales calls. I was working for the St. Augustine Record at the time, and and I just I I had called to check on him, and he wasn't answering his phone, you know, and. Um, he finally called me and he goes, Hey, I, I think we might've just gotten into some kind of an accident. He was out of yeah, his mind. Yeah, he didn't yeah, know. Yeah. And so he's like, I think we had a sandbar or something. And you know, I had back then. When it he was, said we, did he have fish with a buddy? It or? was him. And yeah, it was and him and a, fr- a, what happened a friend. What happened to his friend? Uh, his friend, we th- his jacket like this was shredded. We think he's the one that actually got hit. We think he actually hit him, yeah. and it was looked like it, it looked like a lawnmower had gone over him. And over it was, his jacket. Yeah, but it was what it was. Is it was the lightning bolt that had you know, and so um, yeah, it was, it was just it was one of the most terrifying days of my life. Yeah. But um, you know, he had not he did not know what had happened and. The friend was laying flat on his back, and we think he was asphyxiated. You know, what do they call that when you're choking on, you know, um, on, but he had thrown up and he had, you know, and so my son had to actually turn him over and he was a big dude and my son had to turn him over and, and help him get this out of his mouth. I mean, he he says today, he'll, he'll tell you to to this day that my, that my son saved his life is what he'll say. But yeah, it was really a scary situation. I had to go on the phone on find my friends. I had him on find my friends to see or find my iPhone back then. It was find my uh, yeah, iPhone, and that's how phone. I had to tell the sheriff's office where, where he, was. he was. I was like, "This, he's somewhere in this vicinity," and they went and found him. The- wow. so, so, has he continued to go fishing? Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. I mean, because man, you know, things like that happen to you. You never know what it does. You to never you, know. You know. Yeah. All right, let's I take told a him break. we should go play the lottery, though. You know. Like. Yeah. I'm glad he's um, okay. Oof. Yeah. That, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, I mean it's awesome. <laughs> that's a great, story. great story. I mean it's, <laughs> it's it's scary. I mean I, I mean we all have stories. I think where we've come 
with a cl- close brush yes. to lightning, but not to where you wake up after a bolt hits you or your buddy, and then you wake up with yeah. a shredded shirt. Yeah, yeah it's because crazy. you just got knocked unconscious yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We probably know you need to uh, go to work. Jeff Logman, Captain Kevin Favor, and, and uh, sitting Johnson. in for our three-hour show today. <laughs> special guest host, uh, Miss Aaron Johnson. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> All right, Chris, I got a question for you. For me? Yeah, for you. Yeah, yep. uh, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to say whether Aaron is the new co host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the fifth. Like, like, uh, all right, all right. But we, we need to let Aaron know where she can go and, and you know, listen to her, her debut. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You know? Her debut? Because yeah, she's going to yeah. wear it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> debut means there's more to come. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the, it, and, and she's going to share the link with all her friends. All my friends. <laughs> but we do have a new podcast sponsor. Yeah, Circle we do. K, which is, which is way cool. Um, and, and how can people... Go listen to the podcast there. Okay, it's, well, it's it's really easy. If you if you have a smartphone, uh, you can hop on Apple Podcasts. You can hop on, hop on Google Podcasts. Uh, no matter what kind of phone you have, if you have Spotify, uh, you can get us there too. And you just search for the Outdoors Show, and you subscribe to that. Everything is totally free. You just grab a hold of it, and then once a, an episode is downloaded, we'll even let you know on Facebook when that happens. And then you can hop on and listen to it at your leisure. So, All right, so <clears throat> real quick, yep. along those lines, we got a message. We are very active on our uh, Facebook page. Yep. And uh, we got a message from Robbie, and uh, he actually sent us a little note this morning because he said that the uh, the 1010 app was not working. Mm-hmm. Well, we let him know that it was fixed, and he actually replied, and, and this is cool. This is cool stuff. He said, uh, uh, yes, sir, I appreciate it. Was listening to last week's podcast, mm-hmm. and he kept coming back to check to see if the 1010 app was fixed. He says he drives a semi-truck for Winn-Dixie, and he's out of town during the day, and he looks forward to listening to the show. It helps his day go much better. Nice. That's cool, cool stuff. Uh, thank you, Robbie, for, you the, for the kind words. and <laughs> And thank you for listening, and especially with uh, the debut of our new co-host, uh, Miss Aaron Johnson. Oh, oh and uh, has anybody told Kirk that he's out yet? I, I, well, I, if you'd like, to tell if you'd like to tell him, he's on hold right now. Okay, yeah, let's bring him up oh, then. Yeah. <laughs> Come, Kirk. Good morning. <laughs> good, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, you Did can you can pick up your final check at the end of the month. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kirk, you just missed two Aaron, or three congratulations, weeks. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, you, might, you might need to bring some litmus paper with you. Make sure that everything that they're talking about is the truth. Uh, nice to meet you. It's a, hey, Aaron, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. uh, by so, the way, Kirk, where are you at? Yeah. I'm in Tampa Bay, um, at, in, uh, staying at the Hyatt. Um, the girls made it to the uh, final leg of their, their journey here. They're playing in the uh, AAC Conference Tournament, and if they win this, they'll go to the NCAA, which is the Nationals in North Carolina. So they won their Thursday night game one to nothing, and they play their last game today at 2 o'clock. And this is my granddaughter. Madison plays for the University of South Florida, the Bulls. 
So it's kind of exciting, you know? Yeah, it's exciting. That's good. That's uh, good it's stuff. Awesome. It's awesome. What's, uh, is the weather going to be okay for the game today there? Yeah, actually, it, it worked out. This front seems to have moved just to the north of us, and so it's a little breezy and cloudy. So it looks like that they're going to have favorable conditions. Uh, unfortunately for Cincinnati, who they're playing against, you know, they're used to playing in much cooler temps. It's a little humid here. Um, so they'll get a taste of uh, Florida weather, I think, today, even despite with clouds and everything across everybody, you know. All right, I, I got We got to talk a little fishing. Um, did did you fish much this week? I did. Uh, I, I had a full week. Um, had the fortunate opportunity to do the water survival training that uh, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office put on. Uh, Robert Conquist and uh, Mickey Metalli might have mispronounced his last name. I always do, but they uh, they did a phenomenal job putting in that uh, water survival training over at the headquarters for the Marine Unit over on Richard Denby Road. Yep. Um, that was real cool. We did that on Tuesday. Um, it was it was a, a great opportunity to get with some of the other captains. Uh, Brian Walker was there, uh, Chris Kell from Mayport, and a bunch of other people. And they did a great job on trying to keep everybody safe. Um, kudos to them and all the efforts they put together. They had the U.S. Coast Guard out there discussing, discussing uh, with uh, them about VHF communications and boat safety and damage control kit, and EPIRBs, and then the uh, Marine unit went into doing the, uh, you know, talking about ditch boxes, life rafts, survival tips, float plans, emergency plans, first aid. Did a real good job. Trey did a really good job, who is the, uh, I guess he is the medic for the JSO SWAT team. Did an incredible job putting together the first aid um, segment of the, the, That's cool. the uh, training. And then uh, so, during the week, fish two or three days, you know. So it's been a pretty how, interesting week. How, how was the bite? It has been just like we talked about. It, Kevin, it's been good one day. And then mm-hmm. next day you go out and you just got to kind of work harder at it. Um, you know, we're catching fish. But it, there wasn't one day that was just, you know, I'd say it was just a gimme, you know. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I fished I fished offshore four days this week. And um, it's uh, – it's, it, it, I, I've had some. I had some really good days. I mean, I I cleaned a lot of fish this week, which uh, which is pretty cool. I, I, I you know I just um, honestly, Kurt got tired of beating my head against the wall trying to catch fish inshore because it's it's still just not that good. I mean, there there's you know there's a few red fish being caught. Um, and obviously you're the, the the jacks, the big jacks have showed up and, and stuff like that. But right. it, it, you know, for, for for cleaning fish, it just um, it's, it it continues to be slow. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because I wrote a report for uh, Chris um, that that writes the article in a fishing report for the Jacksonville area, and Chris had asked me. He said, "Well, what do you what do you think?" And I said, "Well, the inshore bite has been up and down. It's yep. really good one day and tough the next." But I said the exception to that is if you go offshore, start out at five miles and work your way out. I said it's off the chain. Yep. I mean, every yep. drop you put a bait on the bottom, yep. and it's just that good. It's yeah. just so strange how you get off the beach a little bit, Kevin, like you're talking about on the offshore reef, whether it's sheephead or you know, of course, yep. there's no red snapper, but there's plenty of them. And then you got ringtails and triggers. I know, you, you, I know some of the guys went a little bit further out and got on the bees a little bit. That's you know, been I, 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 caught some, I caught some really nice black drum. 
this week. You know, like like that five to ten pounds, um, which was which, that's like that's like bonus fish, man. That's a, I mean that that eight pound drum, that fillet on that fish is like beautiful. You know, yeah, um, yeah. And 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 I caught some really nice, I mean like you know, three to five pound yellowmouth trout too this week. So it was oh, it was good. It, it, it was a good week, but it was all it was like you said, Kirk. It, it's all offshore. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I got I, on. Go I got on one good bite of those those uh, weak fish you're talking about, and it was pretty epic. And it was it wasn't offshore, but it was close to it, like you said. Yeah. And it was just off chain. That was one really good day this week that we just blistered them. You know, yep. big fat ones too. You know, it's good to and, see and that. And what 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 was the your favorite bait? Shrimp, man. Everything shrimp, okay. wanted shrimp. Yeah, Even a sheephead. Yeah, okay. I mean, we got on a bite of sheephead one day and had four or five really nice ones. And you know, I'll, I'll throw pounds. I'll throw this out there, and it probably shouldn't, but I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, almost, I'm gonna say ninety five percent of the sheep's head that I caught this week and last week have been on sand fleas. Huh. I mean, yeah, that's they, cool. It, it, it's 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 um, and it, it's 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 an interesting bait. Kirk, and this is the first year that I've used it like consistently, like going in and I'm buying six dozen. You know what I mean? And it's um, you have to be patient with them. It's not it's yeah. it's not like a Jeff. When you drop a shrimp down five miles offshore, if if there's a snapper within anything, uh, gonna it, eat it. Every, anything and everything with the sand flea, the sheep's head I think has a chance to find it. it yeah. All right, I got a question. I got a question for the both of you, and and Aaron, you you probably even know this. So you're an offshore fisherman, well, fisher lady. Yeah, a new coast. <laughs> How do you put a sand flea on a hook? You know, and, and it's funny. People ask me, uh, you know, I, I promise you, everybody that I fished with this week, except for Doug Wenzel and, and Travis, they never fished with a sand flea. You know, and they're, they're, you know, they're looking at it going, well, well, anyway, from the bottom to the top, it's, it's very simple. Go through the soft part okay. uh, on, the, on the very end. And then and, and, and almost take the hook right. Did through. you go through the digger side or for the the, the butt dig, side? The, the digger side. Okay, so where those little yeah. arms are that he's going to be scurrying yeah, down yeah, and yeah, digging go, a hole. Go through the digger side. Go through the digger side. Yep. And then gently pop it through the shell. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. And because it, a lot of people don't know. No, I, mean, I know. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling not, you. The, well, the, you know. You know the, go the biggest thing is too. It's, it's like a fiddler crab. It's like putting a potato chip on the hook. Is what I tell people. When you start to force it through the meat of the of the of the mole crab, ease it through so you barely see a little barb sticking through the shell on the top. When you start yep. feeling that barb come through, stop. You yep. got it on there, you know. And 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 the other thing is, Kirk, uh, when you're and, and I'm sure just like when you're using fiddlers, and, and the one thing that I have found using sand fleas is you don't want a real thick hook because no. just 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 what you talked about when you go to pop it through that shell if you got a real thick hook a lot of times you'll just split him in half but if you'll go to more of a, a, a like a, a I'm using um two-aught live bait hooks and they're, yeah. they're real skinny they're really sharp I mean they're eagle claws they're, I mean like like crazy sharp so that you can pop right right through that shell yeah. without making a big hole yeah. and 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 man it's um it, it the sheep's head still knock it off. It's 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 incredible. Sheep's head loves sand fleas. They love them. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they, I, I like. I'm using the same thing. We're using yeah. an octopus circle C wire two uh-huh. X. So it's yep. only two strands, and it's it's a lot thinner. And then what I do with the pliers is I take them and bend them to the side. I just okay. tap them a little bit to offset them a little bit, and it seems okay. to help up on the ratio. You I, know? I do that. I do that with sheep's head all the time, and that's like a 
a little secret. For, for whatever reason, I feel more confident if I offset the hook. I'll be darned. Okay. Try it. Do, I've, I've, heard, too, I've yeah. heard you guys say that before, and I didn't even think about it this week. But Because, honestly, you know, I mean – over the years, I don't catch very many sheep's heads. Right. It's not something that I target. And I've, Fred Fred Miles taught me that, Kevin. And, yep, you, and yep, look, if Fred does yep, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've targeted this this year, and 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 have had an exceptional year on them. It's been, it's been fun. It's it, it's it was a great week. I had, I had a great week, so it was it was good stuff. Kirk, good luck today, buddy. I appreciate that, guys, ladies. What what time's the game? Show. Um, it's at two o'clock today. Two o'clock. Is it on ESPN Plus or anything like that? It's it's going to be on ESPN Plus, so okay. um, you guys root for them. Hopefully, they can yep. get this one in the bag, and then they'll head off to the NCAA finals up in North Carolina, where I think they said they're going to have 40, 48 participating colleges competing in this. That's, so that's awesome. a big that's deal. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah University of South Florida women's soccer program. Captain Kirk's got a, a granddaughter who is on the team. Just listen for the bell. And go Bulls. <laughs> Ding, 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 Go Bulls. <laughs> More cowbells, Kirk. More cowbells, yep. <laughs> More cowbells. All right, guys. <laughs> See All right, ya. buddy. See you. <laughs> All right, uh, folks, uh, we're going to take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, Aaron Johnson, the new outdoor show crew, <laughs> right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. <laughs> Back to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We are live at Metropolitan Park for the boat show. And thank you to Ms. Aaron Johnson for sitting in with us. Uh, next Saturday, we have a, a, another special Saturday. We will be live at Tire Outlet in Ewley. I can't wait because I'm getting new tires I, on my truck. I, I, right, so, so, I am. I, I, I got, I got, here's, here's from, from Tire Outlet. So tell, tell Danny, just text him back. Okay. Tell him to make sure he's got my tires. Okay. He said, oh, we are really getting geared up for the grand opening in Yuli. Looking forward to seeing you guys next weekend. Here it is. Along with all the prizes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we will be selling tires cheaper than ever before. So it's truly going to make a great deal for folks. If you own a pickup truck and don't call or come out, that's you me. will miss the tire deal of a lifetime. All right, well, I'm getting the tire deal of a lifetime. Yep, that's what it's so. So line it up, Danny. Yep. Next uh, next, next weekend, at can Yuli. I can I make a suggestion sure. for tire out in Yuli? Yep. Because uh, my lovely wife brought us a whole. It's like a pizza box. Yeah. It, oh it, my I thought gosh. you were bringing pizza box, but it's not pizza. Right. It is literally. This is a cinnamon. Buns, cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yeah, cinnamon rolls. Okay, and it's from a place up there in Yuli. And folks, if you live near Yuli and you have never had a cinnamon roll from, and I'm reading the box here, Green Gables Goodies LLC, a home bakery by Kelly Defee, D E F E E. It's on uh, Chester River Road in okay. Yuli. So tell the boys, uh, take a pit up. I'm going to take a picture of this. Uh-huh. I'm going to send it to Danny at Tire Outlet and say, <laughs> Get can you have these. some of these? Get, can have some of these? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are outstanding, and I've never had anything from here. You know, Beef, uh, beef sent me a picture, and I almost uh, lapsed into a sugar coma. Uh, yes. oh, the, uh, yeah. Wow. You can, can, can you tell the difference in, in, in Lagerman from 15 minutes ago? <laughs> I'm yeah. sugared up. Yeah, yeah. dude. He's, I'm he's so all sugared wired up. up, man. He's talking faster. <laughs> I'm all sugared up. All right, so uh, – <laughs> 
Great thing next weekend. We're going to be yep. Tire Outlet and uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters is right there. Yes, Hagen Ace Hardware, and then uh, we're going to talk to Tire Outlet about getting some of the Green Gable goodies, and uh, and we'll be golden. And right now we have another special guest on, and and obviously Dr. Quentin White, who is the head honcho over at Jacksonville University Marine Science Research Institute, has been uh, a friend of our show for a long time, and there's a lot of things going on with Piney Point and also with the barge that is just off of shore of Mayport. Yep. And let's go to the phone lines now and, and talk to him about that. But first, uh, good morning, Quentin White. Yes. M- morning. How y'all doing? Good. All right. So uh, did they talk? Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm at, yeah, I'm turkey hunting this morning, and it's a little quiet, it's a little rainy. Uh, I came back to the truck. It's raining a little bit now, but I've been talking to them hens this morning, but no no males have come by. So All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So. All right. Um, well, uh, hopefully uh, you, I've killed more turkeys in that uh, 930 to 12 o'clock window, probably, Quentin, than I have and from daylight until 930. Yeah, I've, I've sort of thought that, too. Um, and look at I've got some stuff on camera, and they're here. There's no pattern to it. They're just, when they show up, they show up. I got you. Um, All right, so, so, so the, the, the big topic, Quentin, that's, uh, that's obviously uh, right in the forefront of people's minds in the state of, of Florida. Uh, last weekend, there was a, a pretty big event that, uh, that we were kind of talking about, which was the Captains for Clean Water the skiff challenge, which they, they were trying to raise awareness for water quality issues in the state of Florida. And there's a couple issues that are uh, going on right now. Piney Point being one of them. Explain to people what is going on with Piney Point and why this is significant. Okay. Piney, Piney Point is a retention pond that was put in to contain the wastewater um, from a phosphate mine processing plant. And so it's, got a lot of phosphate in it, a lot of nutrients. Uh, when you think about putting out fertilizer, that's what you're putting out is the phosphate and the nitrogen. And here in Florida, we don't need any phosphate. We've got nothing that's naturally. So at any rate, what's happened is and these ponds get built with these earthen dams. And if you don't maintain the dam over time, it'll begin to leak and fail. And that's what started happening to this one. Uh, the plant is closed and the retention pond was a lot of water, so it starts to leak. Well, if you've ever been around a leaky system like that, you realize that once it starts, it just gets progressively worse and worse and worse. And so they came in, tried to repair it, uh, realized they were, I'll say, losing ground. So they came in, and what their solution was, their emergency procedures, was to try to pump the pond out so it didn't collapse and go flooding down the the river area there. Mm-hmm. Well, what they've done is pumped literally millions of gallons of highly polluted, phosphate-loaded water into Tampa Bay. Um, oh, wow. Now, the bad news is we've had to pump it in. Um, good news is they made the, the dam didn't break. Um, but now we're sort of waiting and watching to see what happens. Because you're dumping all of this nutrient water into Tampa Bay. Uh, right now it's cool, so it's not too bad. But it's going to start warming up, which mm. means more sunlight. You get an algae bloom. You get a dissolved oxygen problem. You know, potentials for just catastrophic problems in Tampa Bay this summer 
are very, very high with lots of nutrients, lots of algae, fish kills, death to manatees. I mean, you can just pick it all off. Now, we don't know. It, it could happen. It might not. It, you just don't know. But more than likely, something's going to happen, and it's not going to be good. Well, the big question I think a lot of people have, where's the accountability and and are they doing enough to fix this? Well, that's always the $64,000 question. Um, The accountability, they will try to hold, my understanding is that it's now owned by a a holding company and a hedge fund owns it now when they buy these things and try to put more profit somehow. And they're going to try to hold them liable for all of the expenses involved in trying to correct this. But uh, this is a, a common problem, and, and this is something people don't realize. And while we don't have the phosphate problem here in northeast Florida, we have lots and lots of retention systems like this. And, you know, it's the potential for these to fail, uh, particularly if they've been built oh, 40, 50, 60 years ago, they're reaching the end of their design life cycle. Um, so, you know, and frankly, one of the prime examples that we talk about is the, the dam at the Rodman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was built at this point back in the 60s and early 70s. Um, we're going to have to spend millions of dollars to retain, you know, to maintain it. Um, There's a lot of us that feel like it's time to let that dam be naturally and slowly breach um, so we don't get this kind of flood happening all of a sudden um, but there are other ponds around i mean the north pacific has ponds uh, you drive around you'll see these things built all over the place but they're not quite as bad as we'll be down at, at tiny point but it's it's potentially uh, and, a huge problem and, uh, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks uh, we're going to i was talking to quentin via text this week and uh, <clears throat> we're going to be a tire outlet next week, but we're going to get you in studio, Quentin, sometime in the next couple of weeks uh, whenever uh, we can make that happen and talk a little bit further about the Piney sure. Point issue. But to jump to the other issue that is uh, also uh, kind of local here, there's a barge that's sitting off of Mayport that is uh, certainly a big question mark. Number one is, is what is it carrying? And number two, <laughs> what's going to happen with it? Because supposedly there's an issue with this barge, uh, as far as like the the viability of it being able to float, uh, tell people what this is, what is it carrying, and what's going on with this barge situation. Yeah, this is a this is a classic here. Um, what it's carrying is something called cold ash, which is the product that is produced when you burn coal at a coal fired generating station, and. This is one of these great ironies of our political system. Coal ash is extremely toxic. Because uh, when you burn coal, what you're doing is you burn off anything that might generate heat. And what you're left with is all the residue, which is largely things like heavy metals, uh, lead, cadmium, mercury. Uh, you hear about mercury a lot from the discharges of the coal-fired plant. And so... It's interesting, this particular material is coming out of Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico has a law, apparently, that you cannot dispose of coal ash on the island. So they convert it into a product 
I think called um, Agri, I think is what they're, they're calling it. Uh, turns out JEA has a similar product they call Easy Base. And what they're doing is they mix the fly ash with some other material and try to make it such that they can put it down for road beds and things like that. Part of the idea is you, once you put it in a road bed, then you put asphalt on top of it. And now when you get rain, it doesn't actually leach because it's, it's sort of protected by the asphalt and covered up. However, this stuff is really nasty, um, highly toxic, and yet in classic political ways, and thank you to the lobbying of the coal industry and the power companies, coal-fired fly ash like this is considered is not considered a hazardous waste. Uh, yes, it's hazardous. Yes, it's a waste. But EPA, in their wisdom, has said, oh, but it's not a hazardous waste. Now, I can't explain that. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they barge this stuff out of Puerto Rico, bring it to Jacksonville, offload it, and then truck it up to a landfill in Georgia. Well, this barge apparently began to take on some water, um, I guess crashed into the, the jetties, messed up the bottom. They then towed it back around and ran it aground effectively. And now they're in the process of trying to offload it. Um, if this thing were to, to actually break open and dump the fly ash in the water, it would be, again, catastrophic because it would get into the food chain. Um, it would wash under our beaches. Uh, it would kill everything underneath it because the ash sort of settling on the bottom was going to kill stuff. But worse, it would get into the food chain. And so the phytoplankton would take up the heavy metals and then the zooplankton eat those and the little fish eat those and the big fish eat those. And then we try to eat the fish, and you're getting a dose of heavy metals, which is not something we want to do. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And it, it's a product of our civilization. You know, we've, we've got this stuff, and we sort of, I joke, I say all the time, everything has to be somewhere. So you, you've got to do something with this stuff. Um, but we've really created a real problem in how we handle this stuff. And fr- frankly, most of us don't even realize it's happening because it happens routinely and nothing happens. And then you get events like this, and you go, oh, my gosh, why would that happen? Well, because you've got to do something with it. Well, like I asked with the, uh, with the Piney Point issue, accountability. Uh, who's responsible and who is working towards getting this issue resolved? Uh, again, this, and right now this is, falls under the Coast Guard because of the, the barge issue. And the Coast Guard are super people. I mean, I, I cannot say enough about how good they are, how competent they are, and how hard they work uh, to maintain these things. So they're monitoring this pretty heavy along with our other agencies. Again, the companies that are hauling it and the company who owns the material are resp- ultimately responsible for it and will probably be fined and, and pay for it. Um, and maybe we'll be able to do some things and establish some regulations that will make it a little safer. Um you know, we've done things like putting double hulls into oil tankers to try to protect oil tankers so that if they do get, in fact, run aground, they don't rupture and leak. And we may have to do the same sort of thing for these kind of barges. Uh, yeah. Just make them a little more secure. You know, we're, we're constantly learning and learning, but it, it's, a, it's, a, it's frustrating. So when you see this thing happening, you go, oh, my gosh, that should never have happened. You know, you're right, it should 
Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, ha- having that sitting right off of our coast, which could yeah. impact everything. The, 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 yeah, the entire oh, yeah. coast. Because, I mean, you, the, the mouth of one of the greatest estuaries yeah. that there is, which is the St. John's River, is right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The beach, I mean, everything. Yep. Oh, yeah, it would be, it'd be catastrophic because it's – Especially this time of year when people want to get outdoors and want to get in the water, and, and now right. oh my gosh, you got you got all this crap, for lack of a better term, yeah. <laughs> floating in the water. Uh, and you know, even offloading it is, is tricky because you've got to be careful with the the surf. And my understanding, when it first ran aground, that was a northeaster blowing, and that thing was taking a pounding. And I was real concerned because, as you guys know, around boats. They're constantly being flexed. They're constantly moved, and they break open. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was concerned that thing was going to bust apart. And despite everybody's best effort, they were going to dump a whole bunch of that bias material, coal ash, um, on our beaches and in our water. Um, right. <laughs> Thus far, I don't, I don't think much has gotten out. I think some has, but not, not a significant amount at this stage of the game. Wow. Oh, that's uh. uh, uh Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it it's just, I mean, there's something it's, it's, like that. I mean, it's just, you just want to, the, the scary part of that is, is that when, Quentin, I know you, when you use the term catastrophic. Right. It's not very often <laughs> that you no. use that term. No, no. It, it, this, this is one of those things you really just hold your breath and say, oh, my gosh, let's, let's not go there. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, well, you, you gave you gave a uh, presentation recently to uh, some folks. Uh, tell us what the was it the Waterways Commission that you talked to? Right, I'm actually a consultant uh, to the Jacksonville Waterways Commission. Um, we started out primarily dealing with manatees and trying to work on boating issues and, and manatees. And I'll I'll say we have largely gotten that situation under control here locally. Um, we have very few boat strikes that kill manatees. They get they die from natural causes. They die because of coal um, stress and some things like that. But by and large, we get very few that are hit by boats anymore. Um, so we've actually sort of commission has expanded and gets talking about anything related to water. So they look at all the developments that impact the water. They were instrumental in getting the artificial reefs in the river. Um, a few years ago, we've actually finished that study, and it came out favorable. We, we're seeing, we saw fish, we're seeing people fishing. Uh, we think it improves water quality, and so we've got a little subcommittee working on looking at some additional reefs in the river. Um, and so that, stay tuned from that because we may be having some public meetings that we'd like to get fishermen to to comment about where they think there might be a good place to put the reefs. Um, we're finding since post Irma, you've heard me talk about this before too. The post Irma, the river's changed. Um, yeah, been run a little higher, a little fresher, um, and it's, it's going to be curious to see what happens over the next few years as things continue to change. Well, I look forward to uh, getting you in studio in the next couple of weeks, and uh, we'll work it out as far as schedule goes. But uh, Quentin, thank you so much for coming on today to talk about these uh, two incredibly important. Yeah. Thank you, Clint. Uh, issues that are going okay. on and are certainly affecting us locally here and and in the state. So, uh, okay. go back Appreciate to chasing it. turkeys, and I hope I hope you have some luck the rest of the morning. I'm I'm feeling confident this morning. Uh, by the <laughs> way, just on a little little lighter note, 
I heard you guys talk about sand fleas. Um, yes. Mole, mole crabs earlier. Um, for the trivia piece of it, the scientific name of those things were Emerita calpoida, which is, um, and I actually got my PhD working on them. But what's interesting is all those big ones are females. Um, the males are little tiny guys that sort of live in there and fertilize the eggs and are fairly insignificant relative to the uh, biomass ratio there. So if you get one that has eggs and you peel the little apron back and look at the egg mass, you'll find a little guy hanging in there. That's the, that's the male. <laughs> that's the male? No kidding. <laughs> that's, that's the male. I, I'm gonna, I will look the next yeah. time, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's sort of fun. So, All right, well, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right, thanks, thanks Clint. Yes. Uh, okay, folks, uh, Dr. Clint White, Executive Director, Marine Science Research Institute at uh, Jacksonville University, and uh, avid hunter and a uh, friend of the Outdoor Show. We look forward to having him in studio in the next couple of weeks to talk a little bit further at length with these issues. And hopefully there's a, a little bit of progress made in both of these situations because they are very, very concerning, certainly for, for us here in this area and yeah. also – for folks in the state with what's going on down there in Tampa Bay. and Well, when he started Point. describing what was in the barge, it's like, it's like wow. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, because um, we don't pay attention to what's in those barges. No, uh, you're just like, oh, there goes a barge. Yeah, yeah, you know, until until something like this happens. And then you're like, wait, what? They're bringing what in yeah. here? You why? Know? And why? Yeah. That could do happen. What could happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, for, <clears throat> and, and Quentin, you know, there, there are a lot of people that I, I would, I would term as a little bit over the top. Yeah, Quentin's not one of these he, guys that uses the term not. catastrophic he's very not. often. He's not an alarmist. No, he's not. Yeah, and so when the he's only, using the that only term, other time, listen, the only other time that I heard him talking about this is when the oil well blew up, the BP oil well. Yeah, and and we had him on. That's right for the entire show to talk about what, and he used the word catastrophic yes. at that time, and and. Uh, we're still not sure where all that'll No, work. no. All right, well, let's take a break. Yeah. And uh, we missed one there. Yes, and we did. Uh, so we'll have to make up a little bit of time. But we will do that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And Ring Power has the youngest fleet in the industry. So that when you rent a piece of equipment from them, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And there's no downtime associated because they have the youngest fleet in the industry. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week is come on down. This is like our fourth Ring Power Tip of the Week today. We've given out like, <laughs> uh, seriously. Yeah, uh, come I mean, to the Jacksonville Boat Show. Yeah, yeah. well, that and we talked about the, the sand fleas. We yes. talked about the offset hooks. We had a lot of tips. Yeah, we had a lot of tips. Yeah, lot of tips. Come yeah, meet yeah. our new co-host. Yes, I, our new I mean, co-host. She's around. Miss Erin Johnson uh-huh. is, I mean, she's outstanding. Yeah, she was, she was great. She, was, she can come she, sit in with us was, anytime. She, she was a little nervous at first, but then she just, she, she, she got in the groove. Man, she she she's outstanding. <laughs> she was not she was not at all a Char, Charlie Foxtrot. <laughs> I can tell you that she was she was really good. And uh, if if you're wondering what Charlie Foxtrot is, uh, you might want to go to the podcast. Go to the podcast and listen. Listen back early on to the show and uh, just use the first letters of Charlie and Foxtrot, and you can come up with cluster. And use the F to make another word. Yeah, yeah. something but like that. We got, we got, we get language all yeah. the time. We yeah. have a Sandbar Queen from Captain Chris of Hell's yeah. Bay Boats. That was great. That was awesome. And congratulations to him, by the way. 
Uh, but this week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week today, the hours here at the boat show are from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can park in two different places. One is Lot J. Mm-hmm. You have to have a credit card ready to be swiped, $10 for the parking in Lot J. Then you can walk across the street to the boat show. If you come via boat, you can tie up at the marina, but it's recommended that you buy your ticket in advance so that you don't have to walk all the way around the boat show to the front entrance. That way you can have your essentially mobile ticket and then walk right into the boat show from the boat dock. And they said dock C and D. C and D, I and believe it was. first come, first serve. That's right. Yep. You know, today, I don't know if there will be much issue. We've heard a little thunder in the background. But, I mean, looking at the radar, yeah. I think today's going to be just no, fine. No, it's beautiful right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. just fine. And if you get here right at 10 o'clock, we are in a tent, which uh, on would be boat. on the western side of the boat Very show. Very western side. And yeah. we do have some cinnamon rolls left over. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> stop. They're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really good. I mean, how, how can that not be good? And that's I your ring power tip of the week. A big what? thank you to Dr. Quentin White. Yes. And I look forward to having him in studio because those two things that are going on, I mean, it, we need to make people aware of it. And Dr. Quentin White, as I said before, he he's not an alarmist of the term I think that Chris used. He is uh, as uh, as even killed as anybody that you ever talk to. He's uh, incredibly smart, and when he speaks, I listen, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people listen. And he used the term catastrophic, which what could be happening with some of this coal ash that's sitting in a barge right off our coast. Uh, you know, if if I was, that's scary, if I was a charter captain in Tampa, and I'm sitting there watching them pump millions of gallons of this stuff in into the Tampa in, Bay, in, in the Tampa Bay. Knowing that the water temperature is getting ready to be in the 80s, up near 90 here in the next couple three months, yep. um, and, and, and not only that, Jeff, you know, you, you got to remember we, they they had a red tide, what, what two years ago? They, oh, they they, 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 they shut they down. The fishery shut down. They, they fishery shut down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so now you're adding this to that. I mean, how? Well, and, and th- I mean that's that's a major issue, and then and then the issue of the barge here. Yes. Uh, sitting right at the mouth, and, you know, I sit there and I think about this, and you go, okay, this ash product that uh, Quentin talked about having a lot of uh, uh, metals and such in it, that if if the tide is incoming, now all that, I'm just thinking all that stuff getting pulled into the estuary of the St. John's River, which for our city, this is one of the greatest resources we have, which is this, this river. And uh, so, uh, obviously, a, a lot of concern we'll Keep there. an eye on that, for sure. We, we absolutely will. And i uh, got to share a quick story from uh, Robert Foskey via our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page and like it. Robert shared a good story. And I know Mr. Ed Malin's going to like this uh-huh. one. Okay. Uh, he said, so uh, two weeks ago, I took y'all's advice. Oh. And I, I don't remember passing this advice on. He says, uh, I drove, drove from Mandarin to Angie's Subs for lunch. I, I, I've heard you say that many a time. Yep. So, yes. And then stopped at Strike Zone. Because mm-hmm. he needed some stuff for a fishing trip. <laughs> of course. To pick up some supplies for his Everglades trip. And then he said they, on their trip, he said the three of them, I don't know who the other two were, but uh, congratulations, Robert and your two, two buddies, friends, family members, whoever, said that they caught uh, in three days or four days about uh, 800 fish. Golly. So I don't know what they were catching. Yeah. But that's a, that's a, that's a great trip. Have you trip. done that? 
Have you done the Everglades thing? Um, no. Yeah, Everglades is no. I have it's, not. It's a it, it, talking about water quality. Um, it's a little messed up down there too now. But when I went there and uh, and, and fished with my buddy Craig Arnold years ago, dude, that's that's like one of the coolest places you'll ever. I'd, I'd fish. like to make a trip down there sometime. Ever fish, Jeff? I mean, it's you're in the middle of nowhere, bro. So, uh, Robert, if you're listening, where'd you go? I yeah. mean, we're, we're just curious where you went, Everglades, you know, where'd you stay, and, and uh, what'd you go fishing for, uh, et cetera. So, <clears throat> he said, uh, Oscars and Mayan Cyclids. What is that? Oscars and what? M- Mayan Cyclids. I don't know what that, I don't know. He just sent that message. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Is he talking about Robert, what, type, Robert of, type of Robert, fish? Robert, you got you got to help us out here. <laughs> yeah, really. Sounds okay. like a, a Mexican form of transportation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah sure. just right over my head there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but anyway, uh, that's uh, that that's funny. Uh, we appreciate. Uh, he said he did say too. By the way, he said uh, enjoy and thanks for always being there on Saturday mornings and. And we try to be. Yeah. Uh, at least, you know, me and you do. Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Kirk you know, he's, he's, kind of takes weeks off. Yeah, we're thinking about replacing him. Yeah. We got, we, got a, we got an A number one, A lister. Sure. No question with Aaron Johnson. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to probably replace Kirk here pretty soon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Kirk's awesome. All right, so real quick, I know we need to talk about this because I know there's a lot of people listening that are ready for Cobia to, to show up. Um, Any reports? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got some good reports. A um, couple, couple of my buddies struck out. It went south. Um, they th- this week they definitely found some fish, in the, and I want to say Jeff Flagler Pier south, or even just a little north, but 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 way south of Matanzas is is where they've been going. Um, I know that on it sounded like on Tuesday they 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 had a pretty good day. On Wednesday, a couple guys went down there and and uh, it 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 ended up getting snotty, so they got their butts handed to them coming back <laughs> but yes there there are definitely um, as a matter of fact i had a ray swim by the boat um while i was five miles offshore mm-hmm. i think it was thursday um so there and i was i was due east of the inlet so that tells you that you know there's there's definitely a raise around now here's here's the interesting thing um i told you two weeks ago that there was and, and you've watched them that the pelicans diving and there's pogies on the beach, but they're scattered. That's right. Okay, so this week I was like, you know what? I'm I'm bound and determined. I want to catch some of these pogies to flounder fish or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, so I spent an hour and one, one day. <laughs> Did the hour pay off? Well, here's the deal: it's not pogies. It's not pogies. It's not, and 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 so I I I I. Continue to, but they're deep diving, right? Okay. Well, here's the thing: is they these these fish are flipping, and, and I'm telling dude, you know me, okay? I, I've been on a beach my whole life. Yeah. I know what a pogey flip looks sure. like. Sure. All right, but I kept looking at this. Okay, there's no mud balls, you know, and I kept coming across these big schools of fish on my bottom recorder, and I'd throw the net, and nothing. Nothing. So I eventually I had like a couple really good drifts, and I saw you know I, I got right on top of the flip. And I caught these fish. Um, I, t- I took a picture of it, uh-huh. and I, I, I didn't. I'd never seen it before. Let me see a picture of it. Yeah, and I want to see a picture and, of it. And um, so I sent it to Cap Scott. Shank, and and, and you know, he said he thinks it's called a scad. 
a scad. A scad. Like S-K-A-D? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it right there. And and I'm not sure what that is. And, okay. And that's what the Pelicans are diving on. Okay. That's what's all over the beach. It's not huh. It's not pogies. Okay. And Did they, you try using it for bait? They they you couldn't get it to the bottom they hit it so fast really oh my goodness it was huh. it was incredible it, I mean, it, you drop that dude down and it was bam bam immediate immediate so um so you sh- are you sure of the pronunciation scads well, again that's uh, cuz i just pronounced cyclids and uh, i got corrected thank you robbie robbie said uh, jeff it's uh, cichlids and they're a predator fish. Okay. Oscars and cichlids is what uh, Robert was fishing for down there. And then uh, Robert did send us some videos that we can check out. And he did say, he said uh, they stayed at the at Roland Martins <laughs> nice. in Clewiston. Nice. And then they drove down to Holiday Park just west of Fort Lauderdale. That's cool. Man. Yeah. That's a, what a great trip. That's a great trip. That's, that, that, that's is that Oscars creature. like the fish that people put in an aquarium? I, I guess so. Yeah. I don't huh. know. Interesting. So, yeah. so uh, how many did you catch when you threw the net, by the way, um, of these uh, okay, so, scads? So, so, the, so the first time that I caught them, I caught like two, and, I, and, they, and they were small. And I, went, ah, you know, I, I thought it was something else that was out there. But okay. then once I finally realized that this is what's flipping, this is, and I caught 18. In, in a throw? In, in a throw. Okay. You know, and, and, and I said, you know what? I, I, I've never used them for bait. But I thought, well. I Why mean, not? I said, I'm going to keep them. I said, and if a cobia swims up to the boat, at least I've got something to throw to them. And huh. and, and so I, I, I kept them. And eventually one of the guys was like, hey, can I try one of these? I'm like, sure, go ahead, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm just telling you, as soon as we got to the bottom, I mean, it was like immediate, Hammer. immediate. Um, yeah. uh, what? Did you try to catch these things with sabikis too? Okay, now that's what Scott Shank said. Scott said that they will eat a sabiki rig. Okay, because that'd be a lot easier than trying to throw a net. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I spent an hour and 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 threw it and threw it and threw it and threw it. I mean, they're fast little guys. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think because I'm, what I'm, size sabiki would you recommend? A because there's a number six. A number six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you typically use sabikis? What typically do you carry? Um, like a number eight? Yeah, you know, but um, six is just about the the neutral. You know that what I'm that one catches everything. Right, that one catches I everything. Got yeah, yeah, I yeah. got you. Yeah, I got you. And, and not only that, but you might catch some bigger ones if you, okay. if you were to, to sabiki, you know. Um, and like I said, you, you, you'd you go along and you just mark these massive bait pods. Yeah. And if it's pogies, you know, I'm throwing the net. Yeah. And, and, and I threw it and threw it and threw it, and I'm not catching anything. Scads. Did you ever look it up to see? No. And, okay. and, and I've had several people ask for the picture, so during the break. Send it to Chris. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. Okay. And uh, and then that way uh, we can show people exactly right. so, uh, what it is. And I think and we here's, have our. Here's, here's Jeff Stam. Wow, cool. Never seen him before. Really? Yeah. And Jeff Stam's a, I mean, Absolutely. a big-time fisherman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, All right, well, let's take a break. Okay. Uh, we're, we're behind. And uh, I think we have Miss Erin Johnson coming back to be a co-host. No, no, she's just walking by. (laughs) Uh, Folks, we are live at the Boat Show right here at uh, Metropolitan Park. Come on down and uh, check out the boats and all the great different displays and interactive activities that they have down here at the Boat Show today from, I believe it's 10 to 7 today.
Welcome back to the Nibnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Jeff Lockerman, Captain Kevin Faber, Beef, Chris. You know, we got the whole crew in here. Thank you very much to Miss Erin Johnson. Is uh, She is uh, the honcho that brings the boat show to all of us here. I wouldn't want that job, by the way. She does a great job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She does a great job. And uh, what is her – Chris was wondering what her title is. I mean, I, I don't know. Executive, Executive director. director yeah, she is the administrative director of the Jacksonville Marine That's Association. I knew it was a director. I couldn't All you got to do is administrative do like a podcast, director. Jim. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she did a, she's, she, she is, uh, she's a natural. Yeah. I mean, she's very entertaining. I like listening to her and she's a fisherwoman and uh, uh, good stuff, man. It was, it was a joy having her on. And uh, I look forward to eventually maybe having her on again sure. in the future. Well, I know we will because she's uh, uh, she's also the director of the – She's H- got all kinds of yeah, things. She's director of Ancient City Game Fish Association. Wow. She's, yeah, and, and, so, and she's also in charge of the Kingfish Challenge. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She, she really needs she, a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. And then she said she has more time off than her husband. Which that that yeah. well, that surprises he, me. Yeah, he must it, work dude. a ton. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But thanks for having her on. And uh, the boat show's going on. Uh, everybody's setting up right now. the The door is going to be open here in about uh, thirty seven minutes. Here, parking lot J, and I got to have a credit card to swipe ten dollars to park in lot J. If you come via boat, you can tie up at the dock. You'll see where you can do that at, and uh, they recommend that you pre purchase your ticket when you park at the dock and when you come in via the boat so that you don't have to walk all the way around the boat show to get to the front to purchase a ticket. So uh, electronically, you can do that online. All right, so, so I need to do a uh, – we, we talked about Cobia. Mm-hmm. All right, so I need to do a, do a weather update. Uh, hold you, on. You know, okay. Just real quick oh, we have because, Top Gun? Uh, well, we have Top Gun, but I, I, I want to hold off on the weather report just for a second because this butterfish thing or yes. this fish that you said that you yes. caught because I want to kind of wrap that up and put a bow okay. on it. Chris is in the process right now of putting it up on our Facebook page so people can see what you're talking about. And you did say that this will eat a number six sabiki. I, I, I don't know that. You don't know that. You I, think I, it will. I think it will, yeah. And uh, it's great bait. The, the fish are eating it when you used it for Bottom bait. Bottom bait. It's, I don't think it's going to be anything to troll with. We it's had kind of uh, somebody on our Facebook page asked if it or thought maybe it was a, a mackerel scad. And I looked at the picture of the mackerel scad. No way. No. We think it looks more like a butterfish. Right, um, but we don't know if it's okay. a butterfish. Okay, so so what we call butterfish when we're sabikiing are we're like, oh my god, a do me a favor, yeah. send it to me real quick, and I'll send it to Doctor Quentin White. Okay, that's, see, that, that's I mean, that, doesn't that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good call. He'll give you <laughs> yeah. the like the scientific name. You, you know what, Chris? Here he, he, he'll be right in the middle of the school. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And his phone, his phone goes bling, and he'll be like, "What does Logaman want now? Come on, man. <laughs> didn't I give him enough? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got to interrupt my turkey yeah, hunt in the yeah. afternoon. God, and I late can't wait too. for ten o'clock so I can be left alone. <laughs> doesn't he know that's a hevoflavin apple? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, already, I've already, already told head. him where the male sand flea is. Yeah. You know? Isn't that cool, though, about the sand flea? Yeah, that was really cool. Bow, I've never. Bow, wow. So now I'm going to be every you know big yes. sand flea, I'm going to be look searching for the male. Yes. Don't take him out of there. <laughs> he's a poor little guy. He's poor happy. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> He's happy. Oh, uh, that's Leave him cool. Alone. Anyway, I just saw a, a dock construction company truck go by, and uh, and I can tell you this, folks: if you want uh, any kind of dock work done, see Marine Construction is simply the best. Uh, they do everything. 
docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, great people. Prices are outstanding. They do great work. All right, uh, let's go to phone lines while we're bringing up this butterfish thing. And and let's bring up Top Gun. What in the wide world of boat shows is going on there? How y'all doing? We're doing good, man. I see what you're talking about. Sounds like you're having a good time. We we are having a good time. and you had a boat show expert on there. She did a good job. She's really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, in fact, uh, she uh, was like a pro. Yeah. She might get a gig on there. Miss <laughs> Aaron Johnson is a natural for radio. Yeah. And, uh, she and, might get a gig on there. <laughs> and I th- what was impressive to me is that, you know, any, anything that we asked her, Top Gun, about the boat show, she as far as I mean, she was on it. On it, like, uh, like. Oh yeah, times, yeah, I heard people, her. Yep, yep. I mean, who was here? Where they were at? What they had to display? She didn't miss a beat. She did not have a cheat sheet. I can tell no, you that. No, no, no. Hey, I got a question. I noticed today, right before the show came on, there was this thing that said the views on this show are not necessarily those of. 1010XL. Has that always been on there? Did they put that on there when I started calling? <laughs> um, I think they play they, it twice play after more. you start. Yeah, they play it okay. twice. <laughs> or, 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 the, 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 where that came from, Top Gun, and I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from you, but that came from the original Hall of Famer Skeeter. That's wow. where that came from. <laughs> because, wow. Because Skeeter needed it. We had to play that every time. Before Skeeter came on the air, we we may have had the dump button installed for Skeeter. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Hey, so, so of Top Top Gun before before you you uh, you carry on, I heard that you had an encounter with a fellow by the name of Joe. Yes, and uh, he was uh, he was singing your praises to us. On our Facebook uh, Facebook page, Joe Polito, I believe it's pronounced. And if, Joe, if I mis- mispronounced your name, I, I apologize. Yeah, nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. That. Joe, and, <clears throat> Top Gun. Joe said he was starstruck when he <laughs> met you. <laughs> oh, my starstruck. Lord. Oh. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Damn, Top Gun. You're a celebrity now. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. In my own mind, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Hey, is true. hey, uh, Logs, I think I heard something a couple of weeks ago about you and your family moved to the beach. Yes, we did. Now, are you on the ocean side of the intercoastal? Yes. Okay, well, I don't know when it's going to happen, but there's going to come a day that you're going to be coming home and going over one of those intercoastal bridges, and when you get to the other side, you're going to go, I'm home. And then there's going to be another time when you're going the other way over the intercoastal and you're going to get a phone call from one of your buddies and he's going to say, hey, what are you doing? And you're going to go, I got to go to town. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Beach beach is laid back. (laughs) Beach is laid back. (laughs) Hey, look here. This uh, priest went to this gathering for uh, St. Patty's Day. And somebody gave him a bottle of wine, so he was drinking that and realized he had to leave, and he had a, about a half a bottle of wine left, so he took it with him and started drinking it on his way to his car, and he finished it and threw it over on the floorboard and 
got in his car and was driving down the road, and he got pulled over by a policeman. And the policeman gets out, comes up to the car and says, uh, how you doing tonight, Father? He says, oh, pretty good. He said, "What? what's going on? And the policeman said, you were swerving a little bit, so I pulled you over. Have you been drinking? And the priest said, no, only water. And the policeman said, uh, well, what was in that bottle over there on the floor? And the priest says, uh, water. That was water. Holy and the water, cop. Baby. And the cop says, uh, well, if that was water, how come the whole inside of your car smells like wine? The priest looks at him and said, oh, my God, he did it again. FTS, <laughs> baby! <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Turned water into wine. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, while we're going to, to a break, I did text the picture to Dr. Quentin White, and I asked him what kind of fish that might be. Uh-huh. And he said he's not sure. How about that? Yeah. He said he's wow. not sure. I, I, I've, I've stumped him. Uh, I, well, it's you know, on Facebook us. now, so... Uh, oh, God, so, man, yeah, it's we'll, going to we'll go crazy on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, everybody's going to know exactly yeah. what it is. And yeah. no, it ain't, a, ba- throw in. Yeah. And no, it ain't okay. a baby tuna. Do you know, Chris? Make sure you on the post you put. Does any? Do you know what this is? I did. I put it on there. I, I told him what to say. Okay, perfect. And, 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 I, and I told him that it's it's a bait that's on the beach right now. Okay. And and the, the, here's the thing: don't go out there chasing these things around because you 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 will swear it's pogies. Yeah. You will swear they flip. Just like a pokey. Pelican's diving on them? Jeff, I've been throwing the net for two weeks on these things. <laughs> Seriously. Because, it, and, and I just got, I just, uh, the other day, I was like, I'm going to make this happen. And I finally caught them, and it, it's not pokies. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. And uh, here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, we are live at the boat show here at Metropolitan Park. Uh, parking via boat, parking in the parking lots, bring a credit card if you're driving for the parking in the parking lot. And uh, pre-buy your ticket if you come via the boat to park at the boat ramp. And uh, and when you come down here, and also, real quick, big thank you to Miss Erin Johnson yes. for sitting in with us. Also, a huge thank you to Dr. It, it White. Was, it was supposed to be like 15 minutes, and she sat in for an hour and 15 uh, and, minutes. And, she, and it was awesome. <laughs> she did a great job. And uh, we got more to come right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Stackham Storage, if you've got a boat trailer and or if you, you come down here today yeah. and, you, and you buy a boat. And, and you need a place because you like let's say you buy a boat. Yeah. And then you put it in dry storage somewhere. Yeah. And now you got a trailer, you need to figure out what to do with it. Yeah, but, yeah, because you need you still need to keep your trailer. Stackham storage. Stackham storage. Yep. They'll folks they'll come to your house or wherever and pick up the trailer from you. They'll take it, put it in dry storage, uh, do a five point inspection on it, make sure everything's okay, and then when you need it. And all you gotta do is call them up, and they'll meet you at the boat ramp and deliver your trailer back to you. It's Easy pretty, enough. Pretty cool Easy stuff. enough. All right, and now it's, it's time. Just stack M. M. The letter M. Storage. Not E M. Right. Just M. Just M. Stackmstorage.com. Yep. yep. All right, now it's time for a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week, folks. Uh, Kirby Co. Builders. If you haven't been to their website to see some of the work that they do, KirbyCoBuilders.com. Check it out. And uh, see some of the work that they do. It's, uh, it's, I mean, impeccable. In fact, one of the most impressive jobs that, that I've seen, the one that, uh, that they've done, has been their office. Yes. Which is a combination of a steel building with drywall, have you ever stone. Been, have you ever been to my brother's house? 
on, on the interstate? I have not. Oh, they did his. By the way, I did see your brother. Buford? Yeah. I did. But just to get off topic here, we'll come back to the Kirby Go Builders. <laughs> I saw your brother, uh, brother Buford, uh-huh. and I saw him at Angie Subs. Okay. And he had his puppy. Oh, yeah. He takes that dog everywhere. That dog is like 80 pounds. Yes, it is. And, and it, his legs are like two inches. And it looks like one of those dogs that is going to bring you. Remember the cartoon dog and beef? Maybe you remember what this uh, character was called. You remember the the dog that had the little barrel on its collar on its neck, and it went up into the mountains and it and it would deliver ma- make a mixed drink yeah, yeah, and give you to del- you like if you got wrecked in the snow or yeah, something sure. like that. Yeah. That's what that dog looks like. Yeah, he's. That's and it's dog. huge. It's huge. And it's a puppy. And it's absolutely worthless. So anyway, uh, he was there at Angie's having a sandwich with his dog, <laughs> and I uh, got to see him. And I was like, for, took, took me a minute. I was like, Keith? What? Buford? <laughs> He's got kind of the mullet, you know. We've all gotten older. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've all gotten older, bro. <laughs> we just happen to see each other every Saturday. Yeah, right, right, right. So. <laughs> all right, anyway, so back to the Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Tara made a uh, miso-glazed. Uh, Chilean sea bass dish this week that mm. was just knock your socks off good. And uh, it was so good. But one of the things that made it good and was the uh, the bed that it was on. And that when I say bed, you know, a lot of people, you put like a piece of meat on rice or you mm. put it on mashed potatoes or whatever. Tara did it on a uh, a bed of diced sweet potatoes and pineapple. Oh wow! Okay, and so so I was telling Gordon how good this meal was. Gordon's like, "Oh my God, I love pineapple." Mm-hmm. I was like, "You got to try it." So that night, Gordon. In fact, if you go to our Facebook page, these two dishes: the top one, which has the climax pork chops and the corn and the sweet potatoes and pineapple, that was done by Gordon after he saw the one that Tara did, which is the bottom one, which is the Chilean sea bass on the bed of sweet potatoes and pineapple. And the directions are right there. Make sure that you end up draining the pineapple well. But pineapple and sweet potatoes are like peanut butter and, and yeah. jelly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they go together. They got a real nice combination taste to it. And it would serve as a great bed of any kind of meat that you want to do, whether it's pork, fish, or chicken. And it's easy. It's just toss the sweet potatoes and a little bit of olive oil. A little Himalayan peak sea salt, and then roast it in the oven at 350, 375 for, for 20 to 25 minutes, and then turn it, toss it, and then do it back into the oven. And if you want to, at the very end, put it on broil to give you a little crisp across the uh, the hash. It's outstanding. And by the way, the, the, the Himalayan salt may have been the best cooking tip you ever Isn't that ever. It, It's different. It, it's different. It, it is it's, different. It's, it, it makes fish taste it better. It makes everything taste it better. Does. It does. If you're, if you're still buying regular salt, mm-hmm. You're missing out. Yeah, the Himalayan salt is is. Hey, just just real quick, I know we have people holding on, but I, I want to add to the to the tip a little bit. We okay. did something different with fish this week. I've always been wanting to, to try this. Um, you know how we love to do redfish on the half shell. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's the only way I eat redfish anymore is on the half shell. But I got I was thinking, you know what? I want to try it with sheep's head. So I had a a, a, a big fillet on about an eight pounder, mm. and I asked the guy that, that also, I said, "Can I keep one of these?" Because anyway, we did it this week. And on the half shell. On the half shell. Did the sheep's head on the half shell. And Kerry, just it's simple. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Fred's garlic olive oil, salt and pepper, and then she had some spices um, that the gentleman brought us uh, from, from Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it was just, just real simple stuff. Did it on the half shell. 
it was so it's so cheap is so good, good. Man. it was so good it's a little more moist yeah than redfish so you got to leave it on the half shell a little bit longer um, See, I, I'm not a big fan, just real quick, I'm not yep. a big fan of redfish on the half shell just because you get that, that red line yep. that's still in there when you don't take the the half shell off, the, yeah. the skin off. Sheephead, you, yeah. you don't have that you, much yeah, you don't have compared that much. to redfish. It was just, anyway, if you want to try it, and I'm sure Black Drum will be the same. Oh, those, buddy, Black those, Drum. Those three, but it's, 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 it's the healthiest way. To eat fish, period. Mm. I mean, you know. Good stuff. Good right. stuff. Anyway. Uh, phone lines. Who do we have, Archie? Chris? Who? Archie? No, did yep. we? Archie, yeah. Okay, Archie. Let's go to Archie. Yeah. Morning, Archie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. Good, good. We've got our first uh, trip down uh, to Crystal River coming up next weekend with the guys from Hibernia. Our men's group takes a trip every once in a while, so we're taking it. about eight guys down there to fish uh, out of uh, Crystal River. And uh, looking forward to that trip for sure. You guys yeah, that'd be a great trip. Crystal yeah. River is uh, is a beautiful place. And, and so, what what's target species? Target's going to be um, redfish, trout, and of course snook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And I also wanted to say we've got another trip coming up to Steenhatchee. We made a little um, recon trip last fall. Checked it out, and we love it over there. We checked out the. Uh, River Club, and it was very nice. We'll probably be staying there. That'll come up in September. And then um, we've got some other little local trips going on, too. But I wanted to say also I, I saw your uh, a little feature on your granddaddy, and uh, that was really a real – I really enjoyed that, the history of it. Yeah, yeah. The, the dad dad does a great job with that. And, and um, you know, so, some, some really cool history, uh, especially from the Palm Valley – St. Augustine, you know, St. John's County area. Um, if, if nobody's watched it, it's 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 about fifty minutes, so you got to you know sit there and right. watch it. But it's 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 you know it's really cool stuff. Yeah, very interesting. I enjoyed that. My granddaddy was a city councilman here back in the '40s, so I've got a lot of history here in the sure area. So that's uh that's pretty cool. Anyway, just appreciate you guys always, and uh, look forward to maybe having you guys out uh, for a real men's event maybe this fall if that'll work out. So. Uh, We'll yeah, you, 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 you let us know, Archie. That would be good. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right, All right. Thank you, Archie. Yep. All right. I've got to take a break. 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. All right. Time now for a updated weather and the tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Let's do a tides report brought to you first by Angie Subs. Right there at the corner of Beach and Pemmon, it's the best sub shop in Jacksonville. It's not even close. Trust me. Get the French fries, too, Who, who was there. it? Robert made the road trip a couple weeks ago? I believe it was Robert yep. that did the road trip From to Angie's How many, how many sub zone. stops did he go by <laughs> to get to Angie's <laughs> from Mansard? It's, it's well worth it. I can tell you that. It is well worth it. So make sure you do exactly what he did, and that's go to Angie's first. And uh, gets you the French fries, the best French fries that you can possibly get. Tides today about 1230 will be your high tide at Jacksonville Beach. And then at 6.09 p.m., you will have a low tide at Jack's Beach. And that's your tides report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And by the way, it is the best sweet tea in Jacksonville. Okay. It's not sweet. Uh, uh, according to Sh-wheat. a lot of folks 
It's a lot of folks. All right, and a weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And, yes, I did experience the new location last night, and I did consume a Frito pie. I had greens. I had French fries. I had a beef rib. You've had 14 cinnamon buns this morning. Um, what else did I have last night? I had some of Tara's pulled pork. And uh, they, he's, oh, he's starting oh, to fade. Oh. Yes, he is. He you can hear it. No, yes. I, I just ate another. Yeah, he I just, just ate, ate another cinnamon roll. Another so I'm getting ramped up. He's like forgetting what he ate at Bearded Pig. I'm glad you remember you went. Here's here's the the must have. They have a seasonal dish there, and it's a vegetable. When you were kids, did you ever like Brussels sprouts? No, we've had this conversation. Right, right? Yeah. Okay, and we talked about how to make Brussels sprouts. Yes. You roast them in the oven, a little balsamic glaze on top, make some money. The bearded pig has the a tie, a tie. When I say a tie, it's just as good as what Tara does with the Brussels sprouts. They do this thing where they roast them in the oven for a while, and then they flash pan fry them, and then they get really nice and soft, but they're not mushy. And then they put shaved Parmesan on oh. top. I'm just telling you, okay. if you go to the Bearded Pig, okay. don't miss the opportunity at okay. getting the seasonal Brussels sprouts right. can I, can I the in your weather. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Today, <laughs> northeast winds 5 really, to 10. Really good. <laughs> Coming southeast 2 to 3. Not much wind uh, tonight, which this is a really for, good forecast. Uh, south winds 5 to 10 becoming west after midnight, 2 to 3. Uh, tomorrow, northwest winds 10 to 15, diminishing to 5 to 10 in the afternoon. Monday, northwest 5 to 10, 1 to 2. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10, seas 1 to 2. Uh, but here's the kicker, Jeff. It's, it looks like it's going to rain today, tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, uh, west winds 10 to 15. So that that might be the the first really good sunny day to, to go do what people want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, again um, – we, we, we always talk about this. If, if you're going cobia fishing, don't get in a hurry. You know, you need to hit the beach around 10, 30, 11 o'clock and, and start looking in that 40-foot range. But the problem is if you don't have any sun, man, it, it makes it tough. Yeah, it makes it tough. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to have to look for either, you know, wingtips or a big push or something else besides actually being able to see them. All right, we know you thought Lester would have uh, learned by now not to call in late in the show. We need to get Lester to get back into the 8 o'clock hour. But let's yeah. real quick go to Lester. Good morning, Lester. How you, morning, how you doing? How you doing, man? I, uh, Jeff, I'm sorry. for I'm, I've been listening lately, and I decided to call in real quick. No, that's good. It's, it's all good, Lester. And by the way, if you, need, uh, if you need diabetes, come on down and have a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> are they as good? Are they are they as good as the uh, the ones I bring in there? The, uh, the uh, uh, as far as fritter? cinnamon rolls go, this is as good of a cinnamon roll as you'll ever eat. Yeah, well, I've never wow. had a cinnamon roll from the donut shop. No, I have not either. No, I haven't either. Maybe we'll have to try that one day. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to get away. Well, from that's the just ugly. what we need—a competition of eating cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> be walking out there with their eyes bugged out of their head. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, Jeff, real, real quick, y'all were talking. Jeff would be walking all boring up down there at the boat show. What's wrong with that guy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Got a twitch. But, uh, y'all were, yeah, twitch. They were talking about, uh, y'all were talking with the doc about the phosphate. And I know Scotty just recently, uh, Scotty Brown just did, uh, Benville Farms. 
that used to be called the phosphate pits, you know, when I was growing up and uh, my dad being a bass guy there in Lake Jackson, you know, he got cute, you know, little, you know, you get little tit, little spots. And uh, I went with him a couple of times in there and, and Scotty can tell y'all probably the, the bass in there, something about that phosphate, what it, it does to bass and gators, man, the gators and there'll be three foot long, big rounds a gallon can. And, uh, but, I'll never forget we go in there and catch. That's where Shaw Griggs being build dance. Them make a lot, made a lot of their videos because you know you just catch bass after bass after bass. But Jeff, these fish will only be twenty inches long and look like giant footballs. Oh yeah, I, 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 I fished that place many a time. Yeah, we've we've, we've been have? there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know if y'all ever been there. Man, I'll never forget one day we caught two fit two bass on a, you know, probably like a, a 50 bass day, you know, no joke. And uh, we caught two that their their right or left eye was almost on top of their head. And I'm like, Dad, what the? <laughs> That's that phosphate, boy. My dad is down me so He's down me so scared. He'd go, don't, don't whip him, you know, to get skin your hand up, man. It'll make you sick. I used yeah. to be scared to death of that place. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Lester, Lester we got to run, brother. Yes, we do. Hey, man. Peace out. See you. See ya. Uh, folks, again, uh, Metro Park Boat Show today from uh, now. Open it up in three yep. minutes yep. until, I believe, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, come down, take a look at the boats, all the tackle and uh, interactive uh, things that they have going on. Yep. They have a couple demonstrations going on. So, uh, <clears throat> good way to spend the day. Yep, and they've got seminars being done. So, uh, and then sitting right here in front of Fish Bites. Who's sponsoring the seminars today? So, what? I forgot the times. I have to look it up. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was like 11, 1, and 3. Yeah, right? and see, when we had Aaron on, she just rolled him right yeah, on, like, yeah, bam, no, here yeah, you go. Yeah, it's at this like, time, like and I here's was, who's doing it. That's true. I was supposed to remember that. I she guess. is professional. Yeah, no, no Us, doubt. on the other hand, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't the same, bro. Not so much. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope. Logs, as usual. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Oh, you would ask me that right now. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, first of all, a big thank you to the Boat Show for hosting <laughs> yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Because absolutely. Uh, without them, uh, there would not be a remote show today. Uh, also, Claude Nolan Cadillac and just go to outdoorshow.com. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to miss anybody. Yeah, but but, but, but here, here's one thing I will say because you know you can go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com, uh-huh. go to the bottom page and see it. But next week, yes. we're going to be at Tire Outlet in Yulee. In Yulee, yes. So great opportunity to come up, hang out with us. They are going to have a great special on tires if you need tires. Yep. And and also and I, I get have tires. I have probably about seventy five decals. I'll bring those next week. So if somebody wants a, an outdoor show decal. Come see us at Tower Outlet in Yulee next Saturday. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you.